Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest show on earth. We are back once again yeah. for kicking it with Clayton. I am your host, Clayton Thomas. First of all, before we even get started, it's Friday. Ooh. I ain't got no job <laughs> and I ain't got shit to do. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> to my left, sidekick of the year. He used to bang for the bangs, but now he's banging for the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, they call him a myth. They call him a legend. Some might say he's Mr. 100. Leon Ross, make some noise. Yeah. In the building. How are you, good brother? I'm blessed. And how do you favor, man, yourself? Man, I am incredible, man. If I was doing any better, I'd be Leon Ross. Next to him, hey. we have somebody that is a fitness model. She is a fitness trainer. She's amazing. She's always hilarious. And every time she says something, it makes me laugh. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> give it up for the one and only Miss Maddie Robinson. Hey. Make noise. Oh, Hi, yeah. Guys. So, How are you now? Happy to be here. I like that. That's yeah. grateful right there. I'm always happy to be here. The gratitude is what's going to keep you around. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> as I want to hit the question of the day, first of all, I want to thank all of my listeners, as always, the people who listen on every podcast app. I appreciate you. Thank you for everybody who watches the videos on YouTube, Facebook, all of this good stuff. We're so grateful. Thank you to the good people at Dash and Dash Comedy Radio, my man Marcus King, if you guys are listening in. The number to call in today is 323-879-4445. Again, that is 323 323- 879-4445. And the question of the day, how soon into dating someone should you introduce or be introduced to their children? Leon, I'm going to start with you. How soon Ooh. into dating somebody should you introduce or be introduced to their children? Man, that's tough. Um, as for me, um, being that my son is also an entertainer <clears throat> and he meets women all the time, <laughs> uh, it really, it's really no time limit, man. It's really all about um, what that lady has going on. Like, if she has kids, you know what I mean, and we have a play date or something, then that's fine. But as far as coming to my house, that's a different story. Mm. Yeah, like, I, I, I meet a chick. Like, me and my son, we'll go to, you know, we'll go to Chuck E. Cheese or go to the zoo or something, and if she want to meet us there with her kids, that's fine. Because we're having fun. With, yeah, it's a fun she not about She's not about to rape me, you right. know what I'm saying, or kidnap me. So, so that's cool. But as long as, but as far as coming to my house where my son lives, like I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't bring chicks there. Period. Unless like we're in a relationship, you know. What I'm saying? I I'd rather get a room, honestly. Now, how long while you're dating a woman will she say, "Hey, I want you to. Oh, it's time for you to meet my kids." How soon do you think it's cool? <laughs> Why enough? do they have to talk like that? I just want you to meet my kids. Um, to meet her kids. I mean, I love kids. So I mean, it's, it's whatever she's she whenever she feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. That's for me. Like my son meets people, so I'm not I'm not really stressed about that. It mm. just it's more so the environment that mm-hmm. we're in. You know what I mean? Um, but whenever she's ready, it's, okay. it's, I want to say it's, I mean when you feel comfortable enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know this person's background. You know this person is like mm-hmm. what type of parent they are because that says a lot about them. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like they're a great parent, or if they out the club every week, every mm-hmm. weekend, then I'm like. That means your kid is somewhere. Well, here's the thing. I'm a, Maddie, let me get yours, and I'm going to give you my opinion on the whole thing. Maddie, how soon do you think it takes for you to be comfortable to meet someone's kids when you're dating them? I don't want to meet your kids unless we're, like, really serious, like, mad serious, mm-hmm. because I'm not super good with kids, and, like, I don't really know how to act around kids. Like, that's a whole person, <laughs> and they're yeah. impressionable, and, like, I don't want to mess with that. Um, plus, I don't know how to act. I'll probably mess your kid up um, mm. 
So that is honest. Um, don't that introduce is. me to your kids, but yeah, unless we're serious. But maybe that's just because I'm like younger. No, and for those of you guys who are listening, Maddie is 23 uh, years old, a young 23. Yeah, but, um, yeah. but here's the thing: this is what I'm gonna give my opinion on. Now, I've been in the scenario where I have been introduced to women in the past that I've dated, and they have introduced me to their children. Now, here's the, I've always thought. You should never introduce somebody to your children that you aren't serious about. Yeah. As far as, you know, coming into the home, like Leon said, uh, because I've been in a scenario where I've met people's children a little bit too fast. Like, I might have met them at the club, and then as soon as you get home that night with them, it's like, oh, my son's sleep. You're like, whoa, 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 now he's sleep. I don't want to even do this because he's going to wake up because I'm about to put in some work now. <laughs> And then I've been on the other side where, uh, you know, you deal with a woman and it's been a long time. You'd be like, man, do you have kids? They're like, I haven't met these kids. It's been a long time. I'm kicking with you. Uh, so I prefer not to have met the children until something was serious. But uh, I've, all, I've never had that option. It seems like they've always made the uh, choice for me. So mm. it's really weird, you know yeah. what I mean? You date yeah. a woman and they're like, yeah, so my daughter's in another room. You're like, hey, now, nah, I don't want to just meet you. I, this ain't going to go nowhere is what I want to tell you, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> this was just a good time for the both of us. And now your kid knows who I am. So now I got to wait 12 years. So now I'm in a club, your daughter in a club. She goes, hey, Mr. Clayton. Ain't no mister. <laughs> ain't no mister now. <laughs> How your mama doing? Tell her I said, uh, tell her I said hello. Round two. <laughs> Uh, it was, you know, I actually dated this woman. It was like, uh, man, 2009, 2010, and her daughter was 13. So now, how old would that make her daughter? Are you we doing math? Seven, on the show? seven years. Well, yeah, so she was 13. So she's six, like 20. Seven. Yeah. So she's 20 years old now. She was a sweet girl. Every time, all three of us would watch movies and stuff. But I was like, man, I feel so bad being here because I'm not gonna be around. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, sure enough, she and I broke up. Maybe. Well, we never broke up. I can't take that because I'm not a good breaker upper. I'm not a good breaker upper and I'm not a good quitter. Yeesh. Technically, I'm still in my high school relationship <laughs> and I still work at McDonald's. So <laughs> I'm not good. At, but we stopped seeing each other and uh, I heard she got married. So I don't know if she ended up having another kid, but her daughter was so sweet, man. And I'm like, I know I'm going to run into this little girl and be like, hey, how you, how your mama? How your mama doing? But yeah. my mom never brought... Um, a lot of men around me. You know, mm. it was like my stepfather after my father. And then um, you would meet her friends. And as a kid, you're like, oh, man, my mama got friends. And then you become an adult. You're like, hold on now. Mr. Mm. Who? Mr. What now? But uh, <laughs> she never brought a lot of men around me, which I'm very grateful for. Because, you know, you just, as a kid, you don't feel comfortable continuously meeting new people. Facts, bro. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And as for me, like, it's crazy because when I met uh, my son's mother, uh, <clears throat> we were we were uh, dating, but once I met her kid, I was sold. Like, like I love her son. You know what I'm saying? I still love him to this day. And it's like, that that does add an extra influence. Yeah. On, on like, even if you stop feeling that person, you're like, dang, but I love this kid. Like, yeah, like I'm like, and I'm still, I love that kid. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And he still got my Xbox, but I ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying? He still, still got my Xbox. I ain't gonna ask for it back, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that yeah. does add a lot of influence to a uh, dating Absolutely. person. Is, is, is actually liking their kid. If you don't like the kid, that's still an influence. Like, you know what? This ain't gonna work because you got a bad Facts. kid. So that means your parenting is a little. Mm. That's a fact. Mm. Let's do, do me a favor. We're about to do uh, some musical chairs. Haley, you're here. Come down here. Uh, Leon, you're there. Maddie, go right where Haley was. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, just see why. Because I'm gonna have. Uh, our special guest when they arrive in Leon's seat right here. But I always want Leon in the mix between the ladies. 
anyway, just walked in, ladies and gentlemen. She is an actress. She is a fellow Detroiter such as myself. She's always a pleasure to be around. Ladies and gentlemen, a candidate for Mother of the Year, yeah. Miss Haley Alexis. Make some noise! Thank you. <laughs> Wow, I'm blushing off of that. One. Hey, you know, you're doing your thing. And I didn't even get the ovation. I said, let's make some noise now. Yay. <laughs> Thank you, guys. There we go. How you feeling now? I'm great. I feel, I feel, I feel great. Do you feel great? Yeah. What makes you feel great? Um, It's the energy. I woke up this morning mm. with so much love on my heart today. Mm. I don't even know where it needs to go. Mm. But it it's there. So, you know, it's weird. But I feel, I'm, I'm floating. <laughs> now, here, let me hit you with this. Because uh, we got to talk to Leon about something that happened. To oh, boy. Oh anyway, boy. Uh, question of the day is, and again, the number is 323-879-4445. That's 323-879-4445. We have Cassie Dang in the building running the boards. Cassie, let me ask you, uh, are we good with the phone calls? Because a couple of the people hit me up last week and said that they couldn't get through. So I want to make sure we can get through. So uh, keep can, me posted on I'll that. I'll check on it. Cool. Uh, and always behind the camera on the ones and twos, we got young Waz. Waz, always a pleasure. I know you can't say nothing because you're holding the camera, but it's a pleasure to see you as always, brother. Uh, Haley Alexis, the question of the day is, how soon is too soon to meet someone's kids? Or how long oh, do you feel? That's a good one to introduce somebody to your kids since you are a mother? Um, I would I would think that it needs to be a few dates um, separately, for sure. Like, at mm -hmm. least three. You know what I mean? Okay. And it could be, like, not an intimate setting where you guys do eventually, you know, come together as one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've, I've gone to David Buster's. You know what I mean? I've made it. I've Chuck E. Cheese. Like, I've made it all about the kid. As you so, should. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I see how they interact because I can tell you, like, I've seen where they don't have patience. Yeah. And that just intensifies my anxiety. So I'm like, oh shit, like, uh, uh, you gotta calm down. She's gonna yell, she's gonna do that. She's gonna, people, you know what I mean? She's a kid, so yeah. that, you know. But I think it is necessary to see how they get along, you know? So when would you say you feel comfortable meeting someone's child? <laughs> that, that was a real reaction. I feel that like you. right away, because I know I'm a good person. Okay, uh -huh. I could I could be beneficial to whoever. Uh huh. So uh, I feel like right away for me, but honestly, I I respect whatever they decide. Whether it's a six months, <laughs> six months is too long. I'm gonna take that personally. All right. Okay. All right. So maybe maybe um two months. Two months. You know what I mean? Two okay. three months. So this, I want to get into this because my good brother Leon is a had a very productive week. As a, let me let's back up. Yes. Oh Beginning Lord. of your week, Leon is probably one of the most interesting people that I know. Um, <laughs> begin, the beginning of your week, Leon, what happened? Okay. What's today? Today is Friday. Friday. <laughs> the beginning of the week, man. Um, I'm just cut to the chase, man. All right. <laughs> Shit. She put me on the spot. Oh, yeah, brother. Let's, let's okay, look. All right. You know, I don't, I don't name drop nothing, but, you know, I'm interested in this young lady or whatever. No, 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 no. Tell me the first story. The first story is the brother that have said something that may have seemed that got him out of pocket. Oh, look at God. Yeah, oh, look I at forgot him. all about that. Mm -hmm. I had a crazy week. That's okay. a crazy week. So, look. So, I've been, uh, so maybe a couple years ago, I had met this dude um, on social media. He had, had some, he had got a, a nice following. And he's been making money doing skits, but his skits have been, you know, he may do skits like I do, but he's been doing skits for different campaigns mm -hmm. and like, you know, Nike or or Sprite, like that. So mm -hmm. he, so they, you know, that's product placement. So he gets 
you know, a nice amount of thousands. For Absolutely. It. So he reached out to me. He was like, man, I like your skits. I like your, I like the way you uh, you write. I like your, your personality. I want you to write, and then you know, I'll give you a share of whatever I make. And then I was like, cool, right, let's do it. And then I was, I was like, so what is my share? You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, right. just getting before we start really having a business. He was like, oh man, like you know, typically I might get anywhere from ten to thirty thousand. I'm like, but I'll shoot you like maybe like four or five hundred for each script. I'm like, whoa. Okay. I'm like, bro, like <laughs> four or five hundred. So anyway. That doesn't seem like a fair share. Yeah, it doesn't at all. Especially then, when I'm writing. Right, I'm yeah. writing. Like, I can write my own stuff, and I can I can make my own connections. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying. I can do it myself and make and make, and make that and cut you out. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he was like, yeah, he was like, I was like, well, that's not even fair, bro. I'm, like, I'm a Compton dude, but I ain't dumb. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He, he was like, well, what have you written? What's your resume? Like, what have you got? What have you? like? He's like really trying to tell me pretty much. I'm not worth it. I'm like, but bro, you came to me. I didn't. I didn't exactly. Google you and be like, hey, bro. Oh man, I'm dying to meet you, bro. I wanna. If I, I wasn't worth it, you wouldn't have reached yes, out to me. Exactly. exactly. I'm like, so I see how you and my boy who cut my hair told me that he's a you normal. Know, he's. I was like, he's that. He's not. He's not balling like that. He's a finesser. Mm, I'm like, wow. mm, he's a finesser. So he tried to finesse me. So basically, everything he got, he got it off of because he went to college. So obviously, he's a uh, manipulator. So he uses. <laughs> We're that, not saying that everybody who went to college <laughs> is yeah. a manipulator. Well, it's, no, I, I what I meant by that is he's educated and he's smart. He, yeah. he knows you knows know. how he yeah. knows his way around. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So anyway, so um, so yeah, so that ended fast. You know, we I was like, okay, well you be blessed. I see you at the top, and that was that. Mm-hmm. So the beginning of the week, um, I guess he met another person who believed in himself like me, and and they said the same thing that they wanted a script and they wanted ten thousand for it, mm-hmm. and he was like, wow. and he was like, no, he was like, you're not worth it. And mm-hmm. So he what he did was he DM'd me the conversation with mm-hmm. the other person. I haven't talked to the guy since 2007, like in January. Wow. So it's been two years. Yeah. He randomly, I just took, and it's funny because I had just prayed with my son before I took him to school. Nice. Mm-hmm. At 740, I prayed with my son, took him to school, and as we were going to school, as he was walking from uh, from my doorstep, we did a video, and he had on his uh, Play Hard, Pray Harder shirt that mm. I bought him. So we did that, we recorded a video and said, don't forget to pray. As soon as I dropped him off, I checked my DM, and he was in there. Mm. Wow. So I'm like, so he sent me a message of the conversation he had with the other dude, and then he said, I met your delusional twin. Mm. And it was wow. like, and he said, cracks me up every time. And I said, look, brother, I said, Ooh. I said, I said, honestly, bro, like you can't get mad at somebody for believing in themselves. And I said, I don't, I don't work for people, I work for God. So I said, no matter how you Amen. feel about me, God got a different purpose for my life. So right. if, I, if I feel like I'm worth ninety million dollars for a script, then that's just what it is, and I ain't gonna settle for nothing less. Right. And then he, and then, and I said, I see you at the top, brother. God bless. That's how I ended it. No, no drama, no nothing. And then he replied. He was like, yeah, you're delusional. It was like, wow. he said, no man can tell you what you're worth. You know, who, who, he's like, what tweet did you read that off of? He was just going in. And I said, wow. I said, keep killing them, bro. God bless. Mm. He, he sent me a long passage. Though. I, I didn't even reply to any of that. I just kept it real simple. And then I was like, you know what? You know, and and, and I, I so I, I screenshot the conversation and I posted on my Facebook, but not Uh-oh. but not to be petty, really? yeah, but but to, <laughs> but to pretty much the just I'm, I'm very like when I'm gonna go through something, I was homeless, whatever. I post, I post, yeah. you know, yeah. what I'm saying to, yeah, to motivate people, you know, what I'm saying, and people need to know, like, dang, Leon going through this and he's still strong. Maybe what I'm going through in my life, maybe I can influence somebody and motivate somebody, you know, what I'm saying? exactly, maybe, you know, what I'm saying it's really to help people. So I posted, I said, never let anybody tell you who you are and whose you are when you're God's, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, what I'm saying if you believe in yourself then you stick to that you don't let you don't let anything anyone say deter you from that mm-hmm. so people was going in like oh he's crazy he's da, da, da. like man who's this new who's this blah blah blah, blah. so everybody's going in oh, everybody Lord. that know me was going in 
So sure enough, somebody tagged the dude. Somebody tagged him, mm -hmm. and then he jumped on there, and he was he was screenshotting combo oh, from 2017 that I 2017 that I didn't even have. Mm. So he was going in, and then a, like four dudes from my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> four oh, dudes in my neighborhood. Very unsavory characters. Yeah, four four dudes <laughs> in my neighborhood. You know, back when I was unsaved, they yep. they, they they commented like, "Who's cuz?" Who da, 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 da. Yep. And oh. then and then my OG <laughs> he commented. <laughs> so you know, I got church folks on my on my post, gangsters on my post, mm -hmm. all kind of people that that love me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he was over just running his mouth, talking to my homegirls like, "Oh, you you ain't got no money." And he's posting he's posting his his check stubs mm -hmm. from what he made Friday to what he made Sunday, and it's like. Three thousand dollars. He was like really, pretty much boasting. Mm. It was crazy. So what I did was I said I said I, actually I didn't say it on the post, but what I did was me being the the still hood minded dude when stuff like this happened. What I did was I found out where he was. So <laughs> oh, so me so I found where he was and I went to I went to the gym and I went in the parking lot, sitting there in my car and mm -hmm. sure enough he pulls up. So I took a picture of him walking from his car. Going towards, going towards the gym. Yeah, something going. Yeah, and then I went inside the gym, mm -hmm. and then I took a video of me walking by him while he's doing, uh, doing little the little, back, the back yeah, setups is yeah, what I call back, it. So he's doing back <laughs> setups, and I, I did a video of him doing it, and then I and I and I posted. It, I said it's crazy how people could be so so reckless on the internet, yep. and be so unaware of, of their surroundings in person. I mm. was like, because if I was just, if I was a still comfortable crib dude that I was before I got saved, you would you could have been easily yeah. In the hospital or worse. And here's the thing, man. It's <laughs> like when we hear this story, I don't know if people listen to this like, man, that's crazy. But you have to, number one, be careful how you speak to people. Because yeah. this, is, this isn't just an internet thing. This is an overall thing. Because people like to hide behind the internet mm -hmm. and comments and saying whatever comes to their mind. You have to understand, people can find you easily. Yeah. Easy. And I'm talking about that was one of those things where I was like, hey, Leon... Make sure you remember, brother, you're a different guy now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah, be yeah. the dude. And the guy was just so reckless that, you know, it's, it's just a good thing that you aren't the person that you were, man. Oh, yeah. Wow. Now bring me to story number two, brother. Oh, man. Okay. Story number two. All right. And, and, and it's nothing against this person. You know, I still like this person. This person is awesome. Um, and we haven't had any bad energy between her and I. Mm -hmm. But I just like, for me, it seems like every time I date somebody, I realize why I don't date. In, in whatever fashion that is. So um, <clears throat> so this, this person I was dating um, I was, has a, had a birthday recently, and I was trying to see this person on their birthday. <laughs> Mind you, we haven't even been talking long, so it's like yeah. nothing she, nothing she, you know, if she was to say, no, I'm, I'm going out with somebody else, there's nothing I could say. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? We're not together. We're just we're just getting to know each other. Right. So um, so she would have told me, oh, I'm going out with somebody else or another dude on my birthday. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? If she, if she would have said that, I would have been cool with it. Yeah. But she said, you know, it's my girl's birthday tonight, you know what I'm saying, which is the night before her birthday. Mm -hmm. So obviously she's going to go out with her, her girl for her birthday and bring in her birthday there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, long story short, uh, she she sent me a text message, a, a video message, like, "Hey, hope your night's going well. I hope you have fun. Uh, have, have, hope you have a good night. I'm going out on my girl's birthday." And I was like, "You know, I had a reply. I just, you know, it was late. I was asleep actually when I woke up to it. And then I realized she called me like 1:22 in the morning. Mm. But then when I looked at her Instagram story, the first, the first only video I saw um, that for the night was a picture with her and the dude. Mm -hmm. And they were like, they were hugged his, up. Yeah, hugged up. And his arm, his hand his was hand on, was on okay. his hand was on her right arm, like gripped. Yeah. So I'm like, like arm. so I'm like, okay. I'm like, 
Well, that's that's kind of that's kind of different. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's so, but I just see like if you going out with your girl mm-hmm. for a birthday, you're not gonna post your girl at all, right? Right, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I'm like, but I just say not to text her, and I just, I just okay, when I'm on my day, mm-hmm. and then I, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just, <laughs> I'm I, on my day. I was, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just check my story. I'm gonna just check her story and see if hopefully she posted, you know. Yeah. yeah. So maybe like 11, 12, well, maybe like 10. Lavin, she posted like three, what, three or four videos of the actual night, and mm-hmm. it was, sure enough, it was her girl's birthday. Ooh. Um, so they were they were dancing. I'm like, all right, cool. The first two videos, I'm like, all right, cool. Same outfit. Yeah, same outfit. Okay. Same outfit. So then the third and fourth video was of her and the dude dancing. Ooh. He had a cup in his hand. He had a cup in his hand. So I'm like, mm. so he's feeling himself and he's vibing. I'm like, first of all, you say you feeling me, right? And she, mind you, she told me like, you know, you know, if you if you want to, you know, I know you got. Lady, so if you, you want to do your thing, just be honest with me. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, honestly, you know, when I'm single and, I, and I'm and I'm not talking to somebody, then I do that. When I'm into, when I'm getting to know somebody, I, I really don't really worry about the chicks. I yeah. just I focus. I, I can go without sex. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm interested interested in somebody, then I'm focusing on that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? While we're dating. So, but she was like, yeah, I understand. But you know, I, I do. I dealt with them. They shit where I can do anything. So I like to be upfront that you know that I'm not tying you down. If you if you meet a girl, you want to do something. We have a one night stand, oh, with, like you okay. normally do. Do your thing. I said that's Super cool. cool. Yeah, I'm like, God bless you, but yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm cool on that. Yeah. Right. So so as I'm looking at the story, I'm like, dang, so the third third or fourth video was just all them. Like mm. she and she felt the need to put them like, you know, in, in the video. Yeah, he was in that video. And and me and her went on, you know, a couple of dates. Yeah. And I didn't I mean I didn't put her in my video, she'd put me in hers. That's so a good I'm point. like didn't even think about that. That's kinda like so I know you didn't just meet the dude, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Obviously you knew him, so it's like you could have easily just been like, you know, I want I'm going to my girl's birthday party and I already have a date. Yeah. You yeah. could easily you could easily voice that. That way I'd have been like, okay, all right, that's your but date. But I found out online. Yeah. I, I, and I would easily told her, Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Hope you had a good night tonight. Last night. Hope wow. you got hope you got laid. I would easily mm-hmm. said that if you had told me up front that you were going on a date. So now now I know you were on a date with a dude and you didn't tell me that. So it's like wow. so it's like and you know, like I'm I might have posted girls in my story, but I'm at a public event with my homies okay, and stuff. Well, Wait, 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 wait. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Kicking with Clayton on Marcus King's Dash Comedy Radio. Go right ahead there, sweetheart. I guess my question would be, how would you have felt, really, if she would have told you up front? Like, you would have been done with her off rip, right? Mm -hmm. No, we've only been dating for, like, three weeks. But if she's sick... Leon, I'm I'm actually going, like, with a homie of mine. Like, my girls are going to be there, but I'm going with a homie. Mm -hmm. How would you have felt? If you would have told me that, I might have, I might have felt a certain Ain't type nobody of way. tripping. Yes, but it's because she already gave me the leeway to do what I want. So, so it's like, why would you give me the leeway if you don't have the leeway for yourself? You don't give yourself the leeway. I think maybe she's, and I dealt with this recently, but mm-hmm. I think maybe she just is kind of uh, didn't want to let you go. She wants her cake and to eat it too. Mm-hmm. Right. Much. And, and, it's, and it's crazy because I noticed the last couple of nights, like, you know, we we always we either FaceTime or say goodnight. Mm-hmm. We haven't said that the last couple of nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then today she ain't hit me up at all, and she would always hit me up like, "Hey, where's my good morning text?" But I, but I haven't hit her up at all today, and she hasn't hit me up at all today. Ooh. So it's like that lets me know that says everything right there. Like yeah. you, you could easily, where's my normal? Here, let know? me let's jump into this, man. First of all, the question <laughs> of the day was brought to you by Marissa Devinish. So I appreciate you, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Oh for Lord, her inspiration. Yeah, Marissa. Her. No, Marissa came girl. in with the hits now. Yeah, she be, uh, she be, she be. Go ahead. The number to call in 323-879-4445. Now with that, Leon and Haley, I'm gonna hit you with this. When a woman is honest, when you guys are dating and she's like, yo, I'm dealing with this guy, I'm dealing with that guy, you do what you're going to do, I'm about to go to this birthday party, then it's like, hey, I just want to tell you I'm hitting to this birthday party, but I've been dealing with this guy, 
He's going to be there just giving you a heads up. Now that, I'm like, all right, cool. That's communication at its finest. Facts. Nobody's going to be tripping. But if you telling me, hey, babe, how's your day going, daddy, up the year? Yeah. And then when you when I see the story, now yeah. you all hugged up with my mans, yeah. I need there to be a bit caption that says, my best gay friend. Something. <laughs> or, hey, just out with the homie. Yeah, and we know it ain't the yeah, homie, yeah. but right. it's like, you know, at least you say that. Yes. Yeah, because it puts him in his place, too. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Yeah, and tag him and say, this is my, my bro. At least he know yeah. he's a side nigga, and I'll be cool with that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I, then I know I got to give me a side chick. Mm-hmm. But to just be to, to just tell me you going out with your girls, and then I be post your girl all night. Yeah. So now I'm up like, damn. So didn't she, see the girl at all. Yeah, I didn't see the girl at all. I just saw one picture. One pic. I don't know. Okay. I look at that two ways. Either she's stupid or it was a straight diss to you. Mm. Yeah. Because yes. that's it for me. Like, uh, I could understand, one, her wanting to have her cake and eat it, too. Because right now in this generation, mm-hmm. Women are scared to let go of something good, so they want to keep as many on their plate as they can. Some of them are scared to take faith or have faith and take Uh a leap and give it a fair fucking chance. Can I say that? Yeah. for real about that, like yeah. seems like you're going through something. I hear that you, but I'm just saying, like I'm I've been analyzing lately, like a little more, like keep it real, you mm-hmm. know. So maybe it's one of those, like I mean, but still, I get where you're coming from, 100. Here's the, go ahead. Thing people post is intentional, like you don't, yes. like, like if you're talking to somebody and then you post, like is, nothing's on, it's on intentional. Accident, you know what yeah. I mean? She knew you were gonna look, yeah, exactly. and she looked to see that you looked. Yes, Ooh, facts. she, looked she, she watched my story all day and then and text me. Absolutely. Right. And it's her birthday, which is yeah, interesting. Which so is her argument like, is going to be, well, you didn't hit me and say anything. It's, it's, it's not going to be an I argument because I ain't going to mention it. At 1201. I'm not going to mention it. Like, you know, if she texts me, I'm like, hey, babe, how you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm acting perfectly normal. She's probably listening right now, too. But you know, I hope I'm she not. is listening. I would love for her to call in. Birthday <laughs> oh, girl. Do, We'd do. love to give you a birthday shout out. Now, Haley, I want to dive into even more what you're going through. But from what you said, like that, for me, this is how I think, man. Everybody is entitled to having their cake and eating it too. There is no sense of being an adult. I made a decision in 2013, right before the ball dropped. I was outside my crib and I was like, I was walking around, I'm dropping the trash off in the can and I was like, I was mad for a minute. And I was like, man, I keep doing these things that are making everybody else happy. And I said, from this moment forward, I am going to do everything that makes me happy no matter what. Mm. Now that doesn't mean intentionally hurting anybody, but that's saying, if you go to the grocery store and you're like, man, I'm on this diet, man, but they got the chicken right there. I'm getting a chicken, fam. <laughs> if I want the chicken, I'm eating the fucking Facts. chicken. Like, I'm doing everything to make me happy because nobody is going to stop to consider your feelings for one second. Mm. So have your cake and eat it, too. As long as everybody in your life knows what's up, you're good. Well, here's Facts. the thing, Clayton. With go that, right ahead. Because in 2014, I did the same thing. What? I God. did. Uh, you know, God got me out of a difficult uh, relationship mm-hmm. and I said I'm doing me mm-hmm. you know everything that's good for my daughter and me that makes me happy so I get it yeah. but during that journey mm-hmm. and still I didn't know what made me happy because mm. for so long you were making somebody else happy I was making Facts. someone else happy yeah. so every time I get the opportunity there's that old feeling mm-hmm. of I want to please you yeah you know mm-hmm. what I mean? This is what you want, or mm-hmm. this is the society's norm, or this is what my family expects, yeah. or this is a tradition. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm ready to battle, you know, the ex- the the frowns or the whatever people think. Mm-hmm. You know, being a single mom was difficult. Like, yeah. not having a ring on my finger before it all happened, before mm-hmm. I found out I was pregnant. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit, man. I'll be pregnant. I don't care. Like, you said I mean, like it was a club, man. I mean, I'll like, be pregnant. I mean, like, I don't 
care if I'm not married. Ain't like, I don't have to one. be married to be in love yeah. with somebody. Shit happens type mm-hmm. of deal. But after, and I'm eight and a half months pregnant, going to the store by myself, going mm-hmm. to, you know, everything by myself. Yeah. With no ring. Mm-hmm. And people just looking at me, side-eyeing me. While I'm just minding my business, I'm mm-hmm. trying to get a can of soap, and you over here in my business. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's judgmental, and I never expected He's those. <laughs> no, I, don't I never judge. expected those type of things. So even understanding, like, in every aspect that you want to do, mm-hmm. whether it's act or whether it's uh, you know anything, yeah. uh, it you're not. People aren't as prepared as they think. But then it's like, where do you get that strength from? Hold that thought. We got a caller. Caller, you're kicking it with Clayton. Oh, who am Lord, I talking to? Please be. Please be. Hey. Hey, who am I speaking to? You? What's your name? Gwen Solamaron from Instagram. Look at God. Gwen Solamaron from Instagram. That's what's up. Let me hit you with the question of the day, Gwen. Question of the day, how soon do you wait to introduce or be introduced to your ki- to somebody's kids or your own? I say right away. Mm. commented on the bottom by the way because they may be baby's kids <laughs> they could be some baby's kids you're right so how so you're I saying you want to meet them immediately both ways you want to be introduced immediately and you want to introduce your kids to the person you're dating immediately right because kids have a sense of what's the word spirit mm-hmm. so if the person is messed up they're going to tell you they're messed up kids are brutally honest they'll tell you if you're ugly if you stink if you're fat if you're skinny if you put all of that They'll tell you everything. That that is actually pretty honest. Uh, I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate you calling, and I thank you so much for listening, Gwen. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. That is real. Now, Haley, to what you were saying, that was Gwen that gave his call in. So, to what you're saying, Haley, first of all, let's back up. Um, No woman who is unmarried that is having a baby should ever feel. Uh, that they've done anything wrong. That's number one. It is not the law that you have to be married. It is not the law that you have to have somebody helping you raise this baby. You should not feel judged for having a baby. Now, with that said, I will say one of the reasons you were probably judged because you look young as fuck, like even right I now. Know, right? So how old is your baby right now? Five, going She's on 15. Five, and you a grown-ass woman, so you probably look <laughs> like you was 15. And like, what is this little girl doing here with a little girl? So I get that, but anything other than that, your happiness should always be first. Like there are so many people that are like, oh, well, you know, you're not doing this and you're not doing that. But like, I'm not responsible for your happiness. My happiness comes first and I do what I need to do to be happy. So you have to know what makes you happy before you even bring somebody into your life to depend on them to make you happy. Maddie, what were you gonna say, baby girl? Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna say shit, (laughs) but I was gonna say something earlier. Maddie, boy. Well, Well, to that, to that. But I was going to say earlier, um, sometimes it's hard to know, like, when you get out of a relationship or something and, and you have to start making those decisions for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's hard, to, like, your judgment process is different because you have to, like, all of a sudden you are thinking for yourself and making yourself happy. Mm-hmm. And, but it's hard to decipher, am I doing this for myself or am I doing this for one reason or am I doing it for social media or whatever? Right. Um, yeah, that's something I do with a lot. Here's the thing. I and I had a conversation with Maddie earlier today and you never know what is beyond somebody's cover. Uh you talk to people and you're like, "Oh, this person is this or this person thinks this of themselves," but you find out that they don't think that about themselves and the thing that makes you you is knowing about yourself. Mm. Facts. There is something so powerful mm-hmm. about knowing who you are and your limitations. There are people like I 
come off as extremely outgoing. I'm perfectly outgoing in certain settings. I can perform <laughs> in front of 15,000 people and have and seem like the most energetic cat in the room. But as soon as I get off that stage, I just want to be alone or yeah. in a small group of people. Yeah. Like, because you save your energy for those bursts. I don't enjoy... I'm not the comedian that is the, uh, I'm not a barbershop comedian. Yeah. Like you see the comedians <laughs> and they always make the whole barbershop laugh. And they're like, yeah, I'm telling about, you talking about sports. Let's talk about LeBron. I'm not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy that knows when I can be funny. Yeah. I'll sit back and let somebody else be the life of the party because that's not my shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Facts. So for me, it's just, uh, it's just knowing who you are. But a lot of times we hold on to so much baggage of our childhood. They're like, man, mm. I used to be this guy, and you think that that's who you are now. Or I wow. used to be this girl, and people used to treat me like that. And then you forget to be an adult. Absolutely. You forget to be in your 20s True. or in your 30s, and you forget that you're a completely different person, and that time has passed. Absolutely. You have the opportunity to be free. So on that note, we're going to take a quick break, guys, and we will be right back with more Kicking It With Clayton. You're kicking it with Clayton. Clayton.
Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with more Kicking It With Clayton. I'm your host, Clayton Thomas. You're kicking it with... Clayton. Kicking it with... Clayton. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, as I look to my left, we got Haley Alexis. We got the amazing, used to bang, but now he bangs for the Lord, Mr. Leon Rawls. To his left, we got Maddie Robinson, a fitness trainer. Her body's incredible. She's a white girl, but she around black people all the time. (laughs) To her left, we got the Asian on the boards, the Asian persuasion, Miss Cass Dang. Behind the camera on the ones and twos, we got my man, Young Waz. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to take this opportunity to... Welcome, a very special guest. This brother is not only a true friend of mine, he has blown the fuck up. This brother is always on television since 2011, been officially always on TV. You've never seen him off your television set. Ladies and gentlemen, Tone Bell. Make some noise, ladies and gentlemen. It's Tone Bell in the building. Yes. On the brand new series. It's about time. Hey, man, damn it. It's about time we're doing this. It is about damn time. Tone was actually scheduled to be one of my first guests, and then he was filming. He was like, ah, I can't do it. I'm like, God damn it, Tone. (laughs) That sounds like me. Ah, man. (laughs) Let me give you all a little background on Tone. Aside from the TV shit, we're going to get to that in a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, Tone Bell has made one of my childhood dreams come true. A lot of you guys don't know this. Y'all don't know the level of love that I have to say about the bell. Okay. A lot of people hear me say it and they be like, man, you ain't really like saying about the bell. Tone Bell did a show called Truth Be Told. Okay. Truth Be Told. Truth Be Told, NBC. And I say, Tone, listen, man, I love Zach Morris, bro. I love Mark Paul Gossler. I have to meet him. Okay. He's like, oh, yeah, I got you. I say, Tone, I'm not bullshitting with you, brother. I need to meet him. And what I say? He said, I got you. I say, okay. <laughs> Fast forward, my mama come to Detroit. I say, hey, Tom, my mom want to see a taping. Is it cool? We come. He's like, hey, man, I got your names at the gate already. I'm like, shit. We go to the set. Not only did he show my mom and roll out the red carpet, we got to meet Mark Paul Gossler. I got to see Tone doing his thing on this amazing fucking platform. And... My mind was blown nice. for ever since. Man, and it's hey man, life's about small wins. We did it together. I was glad we could do it. Man. And shout out to Brisha Webb because Brisha was there. Brisha Webb, they're uh, talented. The so talented Brisha Webb. So yes. yeah, yeah. I'm glad we got a chance to do that. Nice. Let me talk real quick. First of all, fam, dude. I was watching episodes last night. First of all, brother. Man, this, I'm great on that shit, you. right? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like I'm, I'm are we good? Are we good? Oh man, I feel like God. I'm. Look, man, I opened up after like episode three. You know, you mm. have to kind of like get the, you know, get the, get yep. it molded right, and yep. every, you know, everybody has to be be comfortable and everything after the mm. pilot. And then, uh, you know, I, honestly, I got that whisper, yeah, from like, you know, a couple executives and mm-hmm. people were just like, yo, man, do what you want to do. Nice. <laughs> so you, know, you, you, you always got to pick and choose, like yes. when you're gonna try to turn it up a little bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, they, they, uh, so uh, if you notice, I'm a lot more free. Yes. After like episode three. And uh, yeah, man, it's been fun, man. I love my cast, man. man. First amazing. of all, we need to talk about Trevor playing your father. Man! Trevor! <laughs> when I found out, <laughs> I got back in town and he told me. <laughs> and I was like, y'all, because they were like, oh, you know, we're going to have you in the casting process with yep. like mom and dad. And I was like, cool. And then they were like, we feel like we got some real good options. Mm-hmm. And so much so that we're not going to ask you. We're just going to cast them. Wow. And they, when I tell you, it's crazy. It's crazy to walk into work and have wow. Shirley, Shirley Ralph, Shirley Ralph be your mom and Brian Stokes Mitchell be your dad. And I'm like, you just wa- you grew up watching them. Yes. Wow. For those of you guys who are listening, Brian Stokes Mitchell is Trevor from Fresh Prince. Hillary. Yeah. Will you marry, marry me? me? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I trust. I mean, like people don't even understand. Like I try so hard to like when you catch like a millennial, like somebody under 25 yeah. who really don't get it. <laughs> and then you wait. I mean, like, and that's my comedy too. But yeah. like letting that breathe. Yeah. Do you remember just 
when the family let after, after oh. he hits the ground because oh, you don't see it but they do like the they, they, they do the hands down <laughs> yeah, to the ground yeah. and everybody is frozen and yes. on multicam it's so hard to oh. freeze like that mm. everybody's freezing and Will just goes I ain't no bungee expert <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think he's supposed to be slamming to the ground like that oh, it was man. like I've never seen death be more funny on a right? sitcom it was, there's never been a funnier death than Trevor's that's yeah. iconic yeah. Dude. man it's so yeah, funny knows it. I want to talk about this show man because I'm like I'm telling you I'm watching last night dude and first of all let me give a shout out to first episode this is straight out the box soon as it airs Tom Bell gets naked brothers in shape that got the shirt off oh. doing his thing okay oh, man, watch it now. but how many shows have I been naked on man all of them oh, you have been on. They with an episode three and I'm like That's look man I don't have abs and I do, I do it on purpose because if I had abs I know my shirt gonna be off way more but That's I don't have abs to be like man we should have them that'll get some viewers and I'm like no it won't these jokes should do it. The jokes like should do it. When I get some abs, then all day. Oh, brother. But they keep they keep acting like, oh, he'll be fine. That's because you are now, you are officially, oh, you always, the executives always, oh, Tone's so handsome. You're officially, because your TV show is across the world. You're an international sex humble nice. night now, brother. I'm an international sex humble? International sex humble, brother. You're doing your thing. I got to change my Twitter profile. Oh, oh yeah. boy. It's from your girlfriend's <laughs> favorite comic to international <laughs> sex <laughs> When I watch the show, I'm seeing, first of all, it's interracial couple. And this is what I love about the show. Thank you. I know you're about to say that. Nobody even mentions it. Mm. And that's the thing that I love about it. Isn't that great? Oh, my God. And you'd be surprised how many, like, the interviews that, I mean, because you expect it. Mm -hmm. You expect somebody to go. And and it happens, like, because every interview we've had to do, especially if it's a a, uh, black platform. Yes. And it's like, so how do you feel about it? And it's like, (laughs) don't we talk about about it it enough? I mean, we just brought it back up. Yes. And it's like, you know, there are layers of conflicts and problems, but like, what if you just have regular ass problems mm-hmm. and you don't worry about throwing race into it too? At it's all. like sometimes that one problem is enough. It's enough. If we can come together and fix this, we can probably fix some other shit, but brother. I can say shit, right? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Is it man, it's so it's a breath of fresh air because this is such a new sitcom. I'm like, you start me with, hey guys, we're getting married. And now we're on this journey to the wedding. Out the wow. gate. Yeah. Man, it's like you don't I hate when the sitcom is like, hey guys, we're gonna think about moving into the city. And it's like all of this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. You guys get yeah. straight into it. We know who you guys are, and you and you reveal everything perfectly. When yeah. I got to episode two and I start seeing the dynamics, brother, let me tell you something, Tom Bell. You got a goddamn hit on your hands. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. Man, people keep asking me how I feel, and they're like, oh, do you get season two yet? And I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I got to be honest, I don't know what that feels like. Mm, Adrian over point. there, Adrian, my assistant's over there, we, yeah. just, we just talked about it. I just came from a meeting. We just talked about it. She's like, what's that going to be like? I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh-huh. For those of you guys who don't know, Tone Bell, like I said, has been on television nonstop since 2011. Tone Bell, if Dave Chappelle has Pilot Boy Productions because he's the king of pilots, Tone Bell has to be the king of the first season. <laughs> season one. <laughs> you are season one king. Wow. Look, man, I, look, I'll get us on the air. You got- <laughs> I will get us on the air. It's your job to keep us there. It's your job. Because, yeah. you know, because it's, it's, it, uh, it's like, and just if I could just be real, real mm-hmm. quick, uh, it's, it's such a gift and a curse feeling mm-hmm. of like, we've talked about it before, yeah, yeah. of like, yeah, I can, I can get the job. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's been something that you don't even expect coming from where we come from. Yeah. So it's like being able to get out here and then make a mark and then go, oh, yes. people want to work with you. And then you get on, right? You mm-hmm. get on. Yeah. Not even in Hollywood, just saying you get on a show, right? Yep. You finally get on a show. 
not like celebrity, but you know, you get on the show, you're an actor, they mm -hmm. liked you, you get on the show, and you get another show, mm -hmm. that didn't work. You get another show, and that didn't work. And you get another show, and that didn't work. And then you start going, fuck man. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one common denominator here. <laughs> you got man, everybody else changing, just me. Oh, and they keep canceling this shit. Oh, yeah. And so then you start to go, man, is it me? But then they go, no, man, like you test through the roof. Yes. People, mm. black, white, all ages, really fuck mm. with you. Yes. They really, they like, man, they gotta find something that fits you. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, and I hope this is the one because this it ended up being a perfect storm with um, a wonderful partner, Nina Dobrev is, is is plays, you know, will be my wife on the show, fiance right now, mm -hmm. and she's great because we did a movie together mm -hmm. last year that came out called Dog Day. Yes, so in, in the movie we get engaged, in the top of the show we get engaged. So her fans, which are vast, I mean, she's wow. 16, 17 million followers. Wow, took that and Whoa. go like, oh man. It's like y'all did a continuation. So mm -hmm. now we're just seeing where they're going. So it actually yeah. helped. Absolutely. You know, we didn't have to audition together. It was like, I already had the part. And we wow. ended up like, she was like, man, I just got this crazy offer. Mm -hmm. I heard you doing this. I'm like, that's man, amazing. I've been waiting on you. But I didn't think they'd let us work together this quick. Yeah, because that's fast. That's a fast it's, turnaround. We started shooting wow. the show the weekend the movie came out. Man. Wow. Talk about meant to happen, it bro. It was crazy. Wow. It's like going from one to the other. Our names change and yeah. the story continues. Yeah, it's like, now wow. here, Now here's what we got to do because... Yeah, I feel like I'm this sorry, is I like I keep a, trying to look this way too I feel oh, like I'm good, trying man. to be real As long as the camera gets your face We all good <laughs> uh, <laughs> The thing that is most interesting is I know who you are A lot of people will see In any view, interview that you do From this morning forward Or years past What happens is They go surface Hey Zoom Bill You're doing truth be told So tell us What's the truth be told All of that shit This is the way That we talk about Who you are bro Because a lot of shows Don't get into Who the artist is Now a lot of people don't know You came from corporate America Man yeah. Before you made the transition I to did. doing stand-up. Yep. Tell us about it, man. How did you man, get so, here? So I ended up moving to, uh, and I mean, I love telling the story just because like it's it's one of those, I knew it wasn't a career for me. I mean, I knew it was a job. Mm -hmm. I knew mm. that job was like, it was just going to, I moved to San Francisco, worked in advertising at this, at this company. I was like, twenty man, turning 23, and mm. I got... I was cocky, man. Like, and, and it's, it's like I've been, I've been, I've been cocky a few times in my life. Uh -huh. And people who go, because Naeem will go, man, you... I don't like how humble you are. You so you so humble as cocky. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, but I've also had those cocky moments. It happened in baseball. I was mm. playing baseball, and my coach was like, "Hey, man, when you should go to center field." And I'm like, "I play third base." <laughs> and he was like, "Well, sit your ass down." Yeah. And I've been sitting since. So it was like, so it was like, all right, fuck it. Then I get this corporate gig, and 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 I'm like 22, 23 years old. I'm heading up to like the West Coast team in this thing. And I thought I should have gotten like the 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 promotion for the to take over the country. Yes, small company, very small company, probably this many people, literally. And uh, he brought in a dude who was like more seasoned, a little older than me. And mm -hmm. I was like, but I've been here the whole time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, he'll call. And I went back to Atlanta, <laughs> waiting for the contract to renew. And I was like, oh, James is keeping a job. Yeah. James is keeping it. Keeping okay. a job. So now I'm sitting in Atlanta. End up, you know, I'm doing some writing, all that. Um, Try to try to get in the acting game, but Atlanta wasn't what it is now. Right, yeah. right. It was kind of you know it was it was trying to make the spark and stuff yep. was shooting there, but it wasn't like getting casted from there no. and like making a career from Atlanta, which you can do now. Yeah. Uh, and then I started working for Anheuser Busch, so mm -hmm. I worked for Anheuser Busch for about a year and a half out of uh, Atlanta. Then they moved me to Miami, then New Orleans, and then uh, like man, I think it was like October, September '07. I moved to Dallas. So much money. For, for, mm. for the job yeah. and then it was like it's crazy to come from a place where you're like okay now went to HBCU yep. grew up in Decatur okay. go to San Francisco mm. now I got white friends and gay friends yep. that I yeah. didn't really have before now I can talk to anybody absolutely now I'm equipped to talk to anybody but so I get but I get to Dallas and really all I know how to do is like 
hang out at the bar, meet a chick, and <laughs> yo, you know, I live across the street. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you three months of that, you go like, man, I need to be productive. Yeah. Wow. Like this, you know, this is a job. Mm -hmm. And then uh, uh, I started doing stand-up, man. It was like, if, even if I'm bad at this, I'd at least meet a couple dudes I could watch football with. That's and, a great and that's, way to And it was at. like, I loved it, but at the same time, it was like, I love watching it and, and performing because mm -hmm. I was doing theater, but I'm like, I got a corporate game. I can't be going to rehearsals. Right. right. And then trying to travel with a play. So it was like, how can I still get this outlet mm -hmm. and like get this off my chest? And actually, I can do it with my own words. Absolutely. And if I and if I do well, I get all the credit. If I fail, then I take all the blame. Yeah. That's a fact. So I started doing stand up and like it honestly, you know, man, mm -hmm. y'all know how entertainment goes. Like, you know, you get that one thing, it just takes over your life. And it was like, mm -hmm. man, I stopped working. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I stopped turning reports. I was changing the date. I stopped turning in reports. Oh, no. I, I switched around <laughs> stuff. I, had. Date, I was like, man, it's a new report. And uh, for two years, like <laughs> oh, until funny. like 09, I was like, I was working pretty decent. And yeah. then in 09, I was like, I think I need to take this seriously mm -hmm. and not make it a hobby no more. And started kind of going on the road. Yeah. I'm late for work. I'm out of town. Are you going to be at this meeting? I'm like, man, I'm in Cleveland. Wow. <laughs> so and I was just done. And then they started laying everybody off. The company got bought wow. out. Wow. And uh, they started making layoffs. Our department was going away. And then they just get, they just put me in a new position. Mm. And I stayed on longer than anybody else. Kind of in my department because I'm the only black dude in my department. Yeah, they man. They couldn't let me go. Wow. Can't do it. Can't let me go. So affirmative action worked against me. <laughs> <laughs> and when I tell you, well, when I tell you, I was just sending in old shit. I yeah. wasn't even sending in like real reports anymore. I was like, please let me go. Yeah. I want to get out of here. And then went through a breakup and, and they finally turned your uh, car and your laptop and everything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, four months later, I moved out here. And I met you right after. Right wow. after. Right. A few weeks after I got here. Yeah. And then, uh, man, I, st I was just telling that story. Can I just sidebar real quick? <laughs> Go ahead, man. I was telling the story. And it's something a comic <laughs> never wants to hear, but I respect Clayton so much for it. Because <laughs> we did, was that your birthday show? Had to be. I think it was one of my very first shows here. I was, I'm, uh, it was at the, it was at, called the M Bar at the time. I think. Yes, at the M Bar, man. And, um, and I went up and it was like, and I mean, my style is still a little different. I mean, from mm -hmm. what I look like and what I do, it's still people like kind of caught off guard. So people, you know, I don't really hit a flow like that. It depends on, you know, where I'm performing. Yeah. Even when I pick my material. But so I'm, uh, I'm sitting up at Clayton's show and I do, I do my set and <laughs> it did not go well. Oh. In the room. In the room. It did oh, not go no. well. Yeah. Because that was like, oh man, it was like, it was a rough seven, eight minutes. <laughs> And I think I was supposed to do like 12 and I got lit quick and it was like, hey man, this is not going well. And I was like, yeah, no, I felt it. Uh, you don't gotta tell me. I'm, I'm and then Clayton called me like three or four days later. He called me, he goes, yo, I just watched a tape from my birthday party. Nigga, your set was crazy. Crazy. He goes, I don't think anybody heard it. I don't think they was yep. listening to you because that shit was funny as fuck. Was, I, I watched it a couple times and I'm like, that's, that's a setback for me, but it's also something that I'm okay with. Absolutely. Mm. I'm, it's cool if I'm not for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that also either open up. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be somebody else. Right. So like, but but uh, man, I remember that. That was seven years ago. You know wow. what's crazy? Maybe eight years ago now. It's literally like I struggled with this for years. Like, and this will happen to this day. I'm the Monday morning comedian. I'm the comedian huh. that if there's an all-star lineup and they throw me up, I'll get my laughs. But then after the show the next day, I'll get a, a message like, yo, man, that was really funny the other night. I'm like, where the fuck were you wow. when I needed the laugh, fam? You know what I mean? Man, that shit gets to me because I, I <laughs> all so many of my, like, and I feel, <laughs> this is an ego thing, okay? <laughs> so many fans hit me secretly. Mm-hmm. 
And I get I get envious of comics that like somebody has. I mean, I get it, but not on a level. I get more secret stuff than mm. I get more private messages about. I mean, I'll get I'll lead an improv wow. out of town, yeah. and get forty messages like, "Yo, you made me think this shit was dope. Mm. I can't wait to till next time you come back. I can't watch the watch wait to watch anything you do." Yeah, and then I'll get like three public tweets like, "Great set tonight." Great. <laughs> And it's like, man, wow. where these complimentary motherfuckers breaking down my set? Yep. Put that shit on Twitter. Publicly. Yeah. They I never, never do get it. that. And, and, and I get, mm-hmm. je- I mean, and I'm envious in a positive way when I see my friends get it. Yeah. I'm always happy for them and I, and I, and I want it for myself. Mm-hmm. But that, man, I, f- I feel that way all the time. It's so, it's unfortunate, especially with you, man. You're such a creative cat. Like the way you write is so. It's like it's a different level, and it, you're literally right. It, it's different than how you see tone. You see tone. Oh man, this guy's super cool. He's super energetic. I want to see this on stage, and he doesn't dial the energy down. It's just you have to listen to what he's saying. Mm. And when you hear the bits, it's like, oh my god, where the fuck did you come up with this That's shit funny. from? And this is a knock to Middle America. A lot of people, <laughs> come on, give it to them. They, give Kansas City the business. Right they now. want <laughs> the bullshit. They want to hear, yeah. And then my shoes was untied. They yeah. want to hear that. They don't want to hear. Yeah. Okay, so your father's amazing, and what? It, what okay, well, I, I just don't get the end. How did he get to the end? And then as soon as the special airs, yeah. then it's like, oh, let me rewind that. Oh, man, I get it, but don't slow down because right. they have to catch up to you. Right, and I, it's like sometimes you, I realized a while ago that I'd rather, I'd rather be the dude you talk about in the car on the mm-hmm. way home and remember than the dude you laugh so hard at in real time don't remember that you shit. don't know wow. who I was, who said it. Yep. You just know you had a great joke that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then the shit, because it's so true and honest, I don't tell jokes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of, because I can't write a joke to say, we've talked about this before, because yeah. you, you can write a joke. <laughs> yeah. I can't write a joke. I mean, not, I'm going to say can as in like unable. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, 95% stories. Mm-hmm. So all the shit is just true. And if I come to a, if I come to like where I need a joke, yeah. man, I'm at the house stressing out. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a funny segue for something. Yeah. I'm trying to fit one joke in. I'm like, man, I got these two. How do I make this work? What would Clayton do? That's hilarious. <laughs> but that's the stuff legends are made of, bro. Yeah. Like no legend has the exact blueprint of how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. You make your own. Yeah. If you could look at Richard Pryor's joke book or Eddie Murphy's joke book, it wouldn't make sense to us right. because we're like, well, how did he get Goonie Goo Goo right. out of this? Yeah, yeah. It's like you create <laughs> your legendary status. Now, yeah. now speaking, man, because I got to ask you this, brother. Yeah. Now, when we talk about comedy, who are some of your greatest influences? I still want to know this from Haley. I want to know this from you, Maddie, and Leon. Got to start with my man, Tone. Uh, so so there's a difference, and I'm going to say this. Like, you're not talking about my favorites. You're talking about my influences. Your influence. Okay, because that's a different thing. Um, uh, without being cliche, mm-hmm. uh, I think my, I'll give you my top three. There it is. My top three, and then who I think if I had to compare myself to like what you would get if you came to one of my shows, mm. I'll give you that in a second. Nice. Uh, hopefully you agree. Uh, my Carlin and Cosby are my mm. two biggest inf- influences on timing okay. and layering. Ooh, that's big. That's big. Uh, and I think recklessness of that moment. You know that wall you hit when, you, when you're in comedy and like you get a couple years in and then you literally go, I don't give a fuck anymore. Oh, yeah. Because everybody has that day. I remember Ooh. when I hit it and it was like, I can't care. Mm. I can't care anymore. I got to say what I feel like saying. It's not always going to work, but yeah. whatever. I hit that wall, and so I, Patrice. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, so those, I lo- those Patrice are the, and, I, and I think if somebody, every time somebody goes, you know, what's what's your style? I'm like, yeah. it's uh, it's 98 Seinfeld mm. meets 
2008 Kevin Hart. Oh my, wow. that is a perfect depiction. Mm. That is amazing. I think if you merge those, like where they were at yes. comedically, like yes. the sound and, and everything, you put those together, I think that's what will come, that's what it will come up. That is a, man, you, I don't, have you thought about that before? Because that's spot on. I, I mean, I, I feel like I did a good job. Man, that is, <laughs> that is amazing. Leon, give it to me, man. Who are some of your comedy, Sorry, give me your Leon. comedy my favorites, bad, Leon. Leon. My comedy favorites. Um, I'm gonna say my comedy favorites aren't even. Um, well, I'm not gonna say aren't even, but can I just give you my my as far as acting or just sure? Give me your give me the uh, give them to me. Uh, my favorite is Will Smith, man. Really? Man. Yeah, like he's like the most positive person I've never met. Oh, I figured you'd have met him by now. Yeah, nah, man. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I'm a huge. Yeah, like yeah, he's, he's, I've never met Will, and he changed my life. You yeah. never met Will either. Never yeah. met Will. I think like, Will touches a lot of people's yeah. lives. Yeah, he has. I listen to him daily. Yeah. Okay, uh, give me the other person, Leon, and then Maddie. Honestly, that's really, that's really like. That's a solid one. You yeah, can't follow him up yeah, with Stoney Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. And my <laughs> neighbor, man, like, my neighbor. Man's Will Smith and Hamburger. You're like, what in the hell? So, okay, okay, him and then this other person is not even famous. He's famous. He's not Go even ahead. famous yet, but it's my big homie, man. I like that. OG Suicide, man. Like, uh, I read his comment on yeah, your joint. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's like the most positive person. You know, he's in game banging and pretty much taught me the streets. And now he's, mm-hmm. he, he's accepted my life as a man of God. You know now, and he's like he's reaching out to like all the people who who need who don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're having him on the show in March, right? Yeah, because he was adopted yes. and stuff, and so mm-hmm. now he's you know he has a song called "Never Give Up." You know what I mean? He almost lost his life, you know, to, to suicide, and he's just doing a lot of positive things for a lot of positive people, man. So, some might so he's say dope. he's OG suicide. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maddie, give it to me. <laughs> who are um, who are some acting or you know what? Because you're in the fitness, who are some of your fitness influences? Wait, I had the comedians and then oh, give it to me. Oh, yeah, no, I want to hear. I want to hear. <laughs> give it to me. You got because Maddie be hot, so you got to get her when she's ready. <laughs> So go right ahead, Maddie. Um, no, my comedians, like, I really liked Louis C.K., but then he had to, like, masturbate in front of those girls. So that was unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, but, you still like him as the, the comic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I still like Cosby as a comic. Yeah, as yeah. a comic. I, maybe I should say Dr. Huxtable. <laughs> oh. But yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, acting like him right now. Yeah. But, like, I love Louis C.K. Like, he had this, like, dry humor that was just amazing to me. And, mm-hmm. and he would say things that, like, I love when comedy is so relatable and, mm-hmm. and you're... It's like it's like good writing, like when you read something you didn't know other people yeah. uh, experienced, and then all of a sudden you feel a sense of community and all that. Absolutely, yeah. um, I would say, can I sidebar you oh, real quick? Yeah, yeah. And I, I would say, like, I th- I always thought Louis did a really good job of like taking you on a journey, even mm-hmm. if it's completely oh, yeah. fake or well, hypothetical. That show, mm-hmm. The show too was, amazing. and you just follow it because you're like, I want to see where this ends up. Where's yeah. it gonna go? I'm going, I'm, and, and you listen to him, but go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But no, I, I, I love him. To... And, and his show, I think <laughs> it won like an Emmy or something. Uh, it did. Just Louis, yeah, that was a great show. Um, and then besides that, I guess I just like comedians that have shows on Comedy Central because, or well, Louis' show was on FX, I think. Yeah, but FX. I, like, I love Key and Peele too. Like I love them. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, they're dope. You saved it because before you said Key and Peele, you started to sound like the whitest girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love anything on Comedy Central because it's like I'm like, yeah, man, I thought you was from the hood. Uh, Haley, give it to me now. Um, all right, so. Haley started clapping have, hands real quick. Okay, so first and foremost. So I'm gonna start with my girl Jada, okay? Oh. And I'm gonna say, be, she inspires me acting wise mm. like, to be more of who you are. One because she's petite. I'm she petite is. as shit. You are. And she's feisty <laughs> but sweet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she's powerful. Absolutely. You can tell, and, and that's confident. what I I envy that and I love it and. Mm. I, I mean everything about her. So it's ironic that her husband is one of them too. Like I just That's love him man. on a on a comedic level. Not yes. even a comedic. I'm sorry. Take that out. More now that I'm older, I understand his 
thought process. Mm. That is what, that's what I am attracted to. Like, okay. I understand that. Like, he's funny as shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you? Not <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm always looking for something to grow. You yeah. know what I mean? And I Let feel like. Let me say like, something positive real quick. <laughs> you know what? Go off. So, I, I got to throw Will up in there. And then, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I love Chris. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker? I love Chris great. Tucker. Interesting. They just, they just announced um, Rush Hour 4. 4. Rush Hour 4. Yes. See, it's be I lit. love me some Chris Tucker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because I feel like Rush Hour 3 was, was the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like the only thing was, that he bad. has to do right now, he, it has to be a hit or it's like it's going to be a rep. But we, you know what? Is it is it because we because we wanted old we didn't we didn't know we were gonna wait ten years and, and, and he got like we got aged Chris he got aged we got Chris aged. we're not getting let's, no we're not getting no Michael see. Jackson leg kicks no, no more no more mm-hmm. we'd I be mean, lucky they if we bring out bad boys again so let's just. I'm a, first of all, see. you're listening to Marcus King's Dash Comedy Radio, kicking it with Clayton. I'm your host, Clayton Thomas. We got Tone Bell in the building. We got Haley Alexis. We got Leon Ross, Maddie. We got Cassie behind the ones and twos on the camera. We got Young Waz. Now, as I discussed that, Bad Boys 3 is coming out. They're filming it right now. I feel like Bad Boys 3 came about because Will Smith got that Instagram popping. Because he showed that he can do numbers on the gram and on social media. Probably. Then it reminded everybody, but I'm glad to see it. I, I, would, I, I think that is the... Uh, if you don't mind me stepping in, absolutely. Uh, I think that is the perception that we're all supposed to have. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I tell you the things that have been happening in Hollywood the last two or three years, yeah, and where the movie was supposed to go ahead, man, took, took some hits. <laughs> it took some hits. <laughs> took some hits. So, uh. it, so there was some damage control. Mm-hmm. If I had to go from an internal eye mm-hmm. on it, I would say that it was some damage control that needed to be handled before we can move forward because some people that were in place for the next two, yeah. or three and four, had to be removed. Oh, oh because of the movement. Because, because of the movement. Oh, the movement. Yeah, yeah. Forgot about the movement. Yeah, can't forget about the movement. Can't forget about the movement. So, so I think they finally got all the ducks in the row to be yeah. able like, to push it forward because I had a, I, mean, I sat down in a meeting about possible roles in like 2016 about what? Bad Boys 3 and 4. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, my And then God. the shit got real right It got real. That. It mm. got real. So... I mean, I think real. I think anybody's gonna go see Martin. I don't think. Of course, yeah, it's sure. Martin Lawrence and Will. If Smith. Will still didn't have an Instagram, we'd still go see Bad Boys yes, Three. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so I, it raises. First of all, that is that makes sense that some people had to be removed. But at the same time, Will made this emergence and became the king of the internet man, because nobody's beating him. Like what he's. The, I remember I gave up when he did. The uh the key key uh, he, oh. and he did the in your feelings challenge and he was in fucking Belgium or some yeah. shit. I'm yeah. like I'm done, bro. I can't compete with Belgium <laughs> yeah. people jumping out of cars. You just trying to find friend. a good, well lit spot on your apartment steps. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we got a caller, caller. You kicking it with Clay. Like, how do I get up there? How do I get up there? Yeah, he's uh, amazing. He's he's. What you say, Cassie? Not there. Oh, call back. All right, so um, you we talk about Hollywood, man. We talk about the struggles. We talk about the ups and the downs. Tone, I'm always your biggest fan. There have been moments where you made the transition from your corporate job to comedy to successful actor, but a lot of people don't know that you are a producer. I, you have sold projects, brother. I've sold projects. You I'm, are I'm a going writer. back out now. Really? Going back out now, yeah. So what are you doing? Is it, is it going to be more uh, comedy? Is it going to uh, be drama? Yeah, so here's here's what I'm working on. Uh, well, my, my special's coming out uh, February 22nd on Showtime, right. which I, I produce yes, along with uh, Comedy Dynamics. So, um, so my special's coming out, and the show that I end up on FX that I end up retooling because you know, FX told me it was too much like Atlanta, and I was mm. like, you didn't read it. Yeah. Uh. I was like, and I understand the humor might be, but the, the storyline is not. Mm-hmm. But And also, Donald's amazing, so amazing. If, if it's 
if it's gonna be somebody, mm-hmm. Atlanta should be it. it you know, so uh, and you sold yours before Atlanta even came, came out. On. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, and so I've sold the True TV, and so now we're going back to like Showtime with because my special's there. Yeah. And it's my show is a direct reflection of the layered bits in the special. So Ooh. it's going back to like '90s, like what I talk about is what the show is. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, but uh, I'm shooting a new special this summer, and it's going to be completely animated. What? Nice. That has never been done. Never been done. <laughs> that has wow. never been done. So I'm doing a fully animated, start off live action. Mm-hmm. We're going to fade into animation. And the stories I tell are just going to be animated so you see them, but it's my oh. voice narrating the whole thing. And then pop out back in live action. And so that's not only my special, but... Um, we got weird talks to like make it a series already. Let me tell you something. You over here trying to win some Emmys and some Golden Globes. That's Man, I'm that's trying to retire, brother. Yes. I am trying to stop having to take all these goddamn meetings all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be Bill Murray. No cell phone call, leave a message. Yo, bro. That not that so crazy? Bill Murray, yeah. the person we grew up, we love uh-huh. him. Bill Murray does not deal with shit the way other actors deal with it. <laughs> this brother's on a different planet. with Has this. an answering machine. That's crazy. And if you want Bill to do something, mm-hmm. you got to call his landline. <laughs> and he got to rewind that tape. Write him a letter. And listen yep. to his voicemail so he can go yes or no. Wow. Imagine that. I'm over here waiting for a text from my agents. I'm like, <laughs> anything. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. What they talking about? They're going to shake a chicken leg. Oh, well, I guess. That's amazing, yeah. I guess I'll see what's up. So now tell me this, man. We've all been through the struggle. What was your... Brokest moment financially in this business. <laughs> in this business? In uh, this business. Uh, I have two. One one is when I first got here. Mm-hmm. It's like, so I saved up, you know, my my couple racks and I moved out and it was, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I was hanging out with you during this time, but yeah. it was like, I was living in super North Hollywood, probably not even called North Hollywood, like Damn near, was it like Sun Valley, Pacoima almost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm living like way up there. And at one point, it was five of us in a shitty two-bedroom. Man. Sleeping on an air mattress. I was on Whitney on an air mattress. What? I was on a show every Wednesday or Thursday night Mm -hmm. going home, sleeping on an air mattress. I was slowly deflating. And then after that (laughs) bitch popped, because it did pop. It did pop. It did pop. (laughs) Man. And you, what's funny is like, you probably know the chick I'm talking about. She sat on my bed. Mm. And she and she was willing to get over the air mattress in the first place, which I was like, you want <laughs> and uh, and she, she had goddamn keys in her pocket. Oh, that's disrespect. Oh, not this. Oh, that's disrespect. So I ended up buying like you know I just bought a roll away because <laughs> I was sharing a room. Yeah, I was sharing a room. My boy Justin, he his bed was on one wall, mine was on the other wall, and so like that was probably my brokest like brokest moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the Year after, like two years after that, Whitney was canceled. Mm-hmm. I think maybe bad judge. I don't know. Maybe I didn't get the bad judge. I had a year in between mm-hmm. where um, I had made the most money ever in my life, and mm-hmm. it wasn't crazy. It's crazy to me. Yeah, but now it's laughable. Wow, being like when I tell people what my deal was, yeah, they go like, "Man, how the fuck did you wow. do that?" Like mm-hmm. that's people pigs. Dogs make more than that. You know what I mean? People are like, yo, animals get paid more than this. And I was like, yeah, I, you know, but luckily I'm through it. But yeah, uh, I think one year before taxes, I made like 160. Mm. And this so after taxes, you know, whatever, almost 50% or whatever. So, yeah. but I was still, it was like, hey, man, I can eat. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Well. I can put gas in my car, I can eat. I'm going to just save. And then the next year, if you don't remember, I did, I did, um, I did, I hosted that MTV show that me and Justin Hires did. Mm-hmm. And I got no problem talking about this because I think it's hilarious. Uh, my fu- uh, 
my fucking taxes. Came, mm. I, I did a show Ooh. for MTV that I got to pay 150000 for mm. for one week of work. And I'm like, oh, shit, your boy's doing That's great. That's crazy. After tax and commission and everything else, yep. I got that check. It was literally $19,000. Wow. That motherfucker hit me over the head. What? But the returns were good. No. No. Oh. Not, for, not, for, not for the 150 Damn. So, so that year, wow. I really didn't make no money. Yeah. So from going to like, oh, I, the, 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 you dream like, oh, I'm, I'm make, I yeah. made 160 Okay, hopefully every year gets better or at least equal. Right, right, or, right. Or if not, I don't touch that. At least I'll get close. And so that next year I made like $37,000 mm. over, you know, and like, and out here that ain't yeah. what it should be. You know, you, I mean, I made it work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then next year, you know, but so like those, I mean, if you meant monetarily, those are my two brokest moments going like, fuck, man. Because you start thinking, will I ever work again? Yeah, man. Yeah. So you yeah. start hoarding like, you see... 15 grand in your bank account, you're like, this right. I cannot touch. Can't touch yeah. it. So I need to go to the laugh factory and get this $35. So Gotta, I, so gotta I get eat. the 35. This I cannot touch. Gotta get that 35. So those are my two brokers. Here's the wow. thing, man. It's like when we when we talk about the financial issues. Emotionally, like, it's been a lot more, but go ahead. Oh, brother. <laughs> oh, we, here's the thing. We're not even going to emotions. You're talking about hitting the down the rock bottom. I'm talking about <laughs> the finances. I remember coming out here. My brokest moment had to have been when I made $20 from the Comedy Union, right? This is like early on, they gave me the 20. And I was like, man, I could either go get something to eat at Jerry's Deli right now, or I could go to the grocery store and get a pack of chicken thighs that are gonna last me a week. <laughs> and that's a real, that's a real, that's a real internal wow. fight. Real internal fight. We got a caller right now. Caller, you're kicking it with Clayton. Who am I talking to? You're talking to Bo from the D. Hey, Bo from doing? the D. I'm doing good. This is my favorite call of Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, question of the day is, how soon is too soon to be introduced to someone's children or to introduce them to your children? Uh, how soon is too soon? Well, first of all, you got to do a background check. So, you know, that doesn't take a minute. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> can't do a moral check, you know what I'm saying? You gotta do all that, mm -hmm. you know. So I would say after 90 days, you you can get all the information that you need, you know. But I still wouldn't bring it around my kids because they may be something kind of special. That is a good point. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for that, Bo. Anything you want to say to Tom Bill while we got him here? Congratulations like, nah. on the film. <laughs> yeah, man. Congratulations, Congratulations Bo. Thank you, love. This is a chick, right? Yeah, this is. I ain't got headphones on. I'm sorry. Oh, he doesn't you. have headphones on. I know I had to bring my own. Yeah, that is, man, that is a great point. I didn't even think about that, Cassie. Right, we ain't got no headphones for young uh, Tom. Tom, <laughs> put those on so you can hear this real quick. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I've, been yeah. here just, I've been out here just winging it. You have been winging it. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. Is so, my yeah. mic on? But <laughs> Bo says congratulations. Okay, can, can, right, can, you me, can you hear me, Mr. Bell? There we go. I got you, baby. Mm -hmm. All right, now good on the fam. Oh, thank you. I'm watching. I'm watching. Appreciate it. DVR, you know, tell your auntie. And everything. <sighs> thank you, thank you. Hey, go see my movie. It's called Little with Regina Hall and uh, and uh, Issa Rae coming out April 12th. Can't beat that. Lit. Not a problem. Not a problem. You know, I'm supporting you from the D. There you go. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling, Bo. <laughs> All right, so have a good one. You too. We got another All caller. Right. Caller, who you talking to? You kicking with Clayton? Caller, who you talk? Caller, who you here? Yes, I'm here. Hey, who we talking to, baby girl? What's your name? Marissa. 
Marissa. Uh-oh, young Marissa in the building. I don't know why I know her voice. The one that gave us the question of the day. So you got to answer it. Question of the day is, how soon does it take for you to introduce somebody to your kids or be introduced? Oh, well, damn, she gone. What? She gone, Cassie. Yeah, get her, she get her out of there. Like, first, I need to know you have kids. Absolutely. I got to know about <laughs> it. Don't be springing that. When do I meet them? When do you tell me you have them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to know you have them. Yep, how gotta old? Because I, 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 straight up, I, I if I dated a chick with kids, uh, the kids got to be between uh, like eight and sixteen. I give you that. Wow. Like so I they could be gone. I need you to be old enough to know that I'm not your father. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. Yep. Old enough to go like, yo, we can kick it. Yeah. Right. And old enough to know I'm gonna be here sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to be here sometimes. But to also know that I'm going to be gone sometimes. I'm going to be gone. You Might be longer. Yeah. This old depending on me at some point. <laughs> Might never yeah. come back. That, that's going to take time. We have to evolve into that. Ooh. Wait, I have a question. How long, uh, so you said, like, first you have to find out she has kids. So, like, how many dates in should she tell you of kids? Because, like, if she tells you the first date, it's like, whoa, like, we're not that serious. Like, I don't need to know about your personal life. But, like, how long before it gets weird that she didn't tell you, you know? I want to know early. I got to know. Yeah. I want to know. I want to know early. And also, I just want you to, like, casually bring it up. I'm like, I don't want you to be like, us hang out for three hours, and I'm, like, digging you. Then you go, Ugh. by the way, I have five kids. Ooh. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, if if you're like, oh, if you just casually, like, oh, what you got going this weekend? Oh, I got to take my son to this thing. I'm like, okay, cool. I got some information. Yeah, that's right. good. Plays a little soccer. Okay, yep. so he's a, probably a toddler. Oh, yeah. If you said soccer game, I'm like, he's in high school. He's in high <laughs> We have to take him to soccer. <laughs> yeah. He's young. He's a soccer game. This, this motherfucker could probably play. That's a f- <laughs> we got a caller. <laughs> caller, you're kicking it with Clayton. Is this Marissa again? Yeah, Marissa, get it together now, baby girl. It's definitely her. She got that Bill Murray phone. <laughs> oh, snap. So now, when I hit you with this, man, um, we get told no all of the time in this business. We get told the no's, or better yet, we don't get told the no's. We get told they went another direction. <laughs> And then sometimes we get the call to be a part of a project that we might not have been so interested in. Tom Bell, what <laughs> projects have you done? You don't have to say the name. Okay. That you wish you did not do. Um, <clears throat> come on, man. You know I wish I didn't do single lady. <laughs> <laughs> man, you set me up for that. You set me up heavy for that. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, uh, yeah, single ladies was that was that one. I'm taking these off for a second. Single Ladies was that one that I was like, and I talk about this, man. People ask me, because me and Ron G laugh about it all the time. Cause like Ron, Ron was like, man, they want me to come in for it. I don't know yeah. if I can do it. And it was a hard, it was a hard thing to do because like it's shot in Atlanta. I'm mm-hmm. from Atlanta. I'm playing a comic who's mm-hmm. gay. Like, and it's a female-driven show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, which is which is unbelievable. It's like it's great, but also a lot of the men's characters were written very feminine. Mm. So it's hard to like try to attach to it to go, all right, I don't mind playing gay. Yeah. Can I sound like me though? Right, right, right. So can I rewrite this? Because it just has, you know, just men and women have different inflections. Like, Absolutely. You know, how, how you deliver? So it's like that one. I was, um, I was stressed out about too, man. Because I was, mm. I was, and and I hope all the dudes. And I met some really good friends on on that set. Hung out with Regina King for the first time. We were Amazing. actually watching uh, the Bulls game at the bar at the W. So how about like, that? and she's been nice every time I've seen her since. She's been nice. But it was like I was stressed out because I thought I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And then they make me, they kind of made production made me feel like I didn't. Mm. And, I, and I was like, now nah, I'm in my head. Yeah. Wow. So I get back to the hotel. I'm like, man, I'm going to go have a drink. Yeah. So I went down to the bar. And I step outside to get some air. Every dude on the show is outside drinking oh. in a circle. So it was a nice kumbaya moment. Yeah. They're like, man, come on over. We figured you'd be out here sooner or later. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, we, and I ended up making some like 
some friends I've had since because I think it was my very first non-commercial TV spot. Mm. Nice. And so I, my agent kind of forced me. I was like, I said no twice. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not shaving. Yeah. I'm not kissing unless I have to. Yeah, yeah, If yeah. it's integral, you know, if it's germane to the story, then I'll do it. But if it's not, then it's, it's not necessary. Right, so right, I didn't. Right. Uh, and I changed the dialogue and the jokes. I was like, this is terrible. Yeah. I was like, the joke is going to be bad either way, but let yeah. me write it to at least make sense. Yeah. And so they let me do that. And and, uh, and then, you know, it worked out. I'm glad I did it, man, because it was mm-hmm. it was a, um, I think also, if nothing else, it pulls away from the narrative of you you can't move on from it. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So I didn't want to be pigeonholed, and I wasn't. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think some dudes, we probably say no to some things that probably would be a great look. Absolutely. It's all about the growth. I mean, how many people maybe turn out Moonlight? You don't know. Oh, man. Right. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Because you could play a version that don't have to do nothing. Right. People didn't even realize, like, <laughs> oh, this character, man, I'm not doing that. Well, brother, you the teenage one. You ain't got to. Oh, <laughs> right, got, right. I didn't know. You ain't, got, you ain't got to bust it open. You ain't got to. <laughs> it's so interesting, man. It's uh, First of all, you listen to Kegel with Clayton, Marcus King's Comedy Radio. Uh, we will be right back after this break. We'll be right back with more Kicking It With Clayton. Clayton. Gentlemen, you are back on more kicking it with Clayton. I'm your host, Clayton Thomas. You're kicking it with Clay. Kicking it with Clay. 
Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to introduce some amazing people that are around me. We got Haley Alexis. We got Leon Ross. We got Maddie Robinson. We got Cassie Dang. Behind the ones and twos on the camera, we got Young Waz and my very special guest of the day, Mr. Tone Bell. You know it. Tone Bell. Yep. As I started before the break, I want to know what are your people pet peeves? What my are some people, things that people peeves. do that piss you off? Uh, oh, man, I'm I'm I get I get routed by little. <laughs> I mean, I don't like when people say that's great for congratulate. Like if if, if something big happens and you mm -hmm. know it's life changing, mm -hmm. or and like you want, it's like, hey man, that's great. Nah man, <laughs> you better say goddamn congratulations to me, and I want the whole thing. I want yeah, I want, I want all the letters. Thing. I want all the letters. Don't be hitting me with this congrats shit. Yep, that's great. Pisses me off. I mm. like. Uh, I'm very petty. Uh, I mean, so much, so much. Like I had a petty moment with an uber driver you're an only child people don't I know am. Mm. i am i'm very good at being like mildly vindictive I, I'm, mm. I'm a big fan of it of being vindictive because i'm a lesson teacher <laughs> so like so i had a so i got an uber i was heading to the improv for a show yeah and i'm in the uber and um and the dude just starts telling me about his wife oh how, how, how you doing today man i'm good i'm good how you doing oh man my wife I don't, you know i didn't think it was a real question yeah we, we never do he's like oh i'm good i'm good right stop talking right. stop talking if i ask you a question that means I'm ready to get into it. Yeah. But I'm the customer. You can't just start talking to me. Can't. And this dude just starts, oh, my wife, she's just spending so much money. All this kind of shit. Mm. So then I'm like, all right, I'm doing this now. Mm -hmm. And I roll my window down and I start puffing. <laughs> and he's like, he pulls over. You can't do that in my car. Mm. Oh. Ask me first. I go, man, you need to ask me if I want to hear about your wife <laughs> oh, first. <shit. laughs> That's so bad. You can't just have a conversation with me on that shit, yeah. right? If we're going to agree, we'll do oh, it. But I was like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. I'm just saying, I was like, hey, man, I said it's over. It's mm -hmm. fine. And so we end up getting a ten minute ride, get to the improv, and I uh, I'm like, hey man, sorry about earlier. Hope you have a good good day. Mm -hmm. And he's like, my man goes, he just and he just turns he just turns Whoa, his shoulder man. away from me. So I get out the car and I leave the door open. I walk to the improv. So he had to park, put his car wow. in park, get out, go close his door. He left the door open. I just want to inconvenience people for a second. Yeah. I wonder if he changed your rating. Like you know, but I rated him a five and gave him two dollar tip. Did you? Yeah, that's how I out petty anybody. That is out petty because they can't yeah. really be mad at that. No. Like you ever at a restaurant and somebody like you get terrible service, but you see somebody else having great service, mm. I'll tip that waitress. Wow. How about that? That's I go give them a ten, and like I, she was great. I didn't even get her service, but she, but was, like, she was amazing. <laughs> and she caked up. We got a caller right now, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> you're kicking it with Clayton. Who am I talking to? Uh, Marissa, you finally got back. Marissa, you you solid now. I do not have Boost Mobile. I pulled over. Mm -hmm. So the question of the okay, day. I got polar ID. How soon <laughs> does it make you, how soon do you wait to introduce somebody to your kids? And how soon do you want to meet somebody's kids? Um. Well, I think six months is a good timeline. Oof, okay. Sheesh. Okay. Um, <laughs> both both ways for you to be introduced. Oh God damn God. it, Marissa. <laughs> Turn it. This. What, what no does she have? What is she talking on? She got to be talking on. She got eyes for him. She trying to trump us right now? What did Killer Mike do? Uh, the trigger warning. Trigger warning. The black phone number. The black phone is made by a black company. Uh, Man, if I'm not mistaken. Figure? <laughs> I think it's. I think it's. I don't know. It starts with an F. If the, yeah, I think it's figures. I think it's figures. Oh my. That no, is I don't such think it's figures. Name. I think it's figures. F figures? Uh, I think it's figures. figures. I'm not lying to you. Not I, please look it up. Adrian, look it up. We need to look up the, the black name. cell phone company. The black cell phone company. Black cell phone company from uh, uh, Trigger Warning. Yeah, from I Trigger think Warning. it's figures. Uh, oh, that is two so G's. <laughs> not two G's. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, give it to me, Maddie. What are some of your people pet peeves? <laughs> okay. Um. I really dislike when people talk to me with their mouth open. 
uh, and then, or so not with their mouth. <laughs> that I'm like, how, I'm like, how are they talking? <laughs> Sorry, talk to me with your mind only. No, no, no. I meant uh, speak with food in their mouth. Okay. Um, and then they'll put their hand over it to act like I can't still see, but that's all I can focus on. I'm not listening to anything you're saying. That's disgusting. Well, don't ask two me a G's. question. Oh, it is called <laughs> figures, and it's two Gs. No, hey, ER. Oh, that's crazy. In the ER, it's ER though, right? Figures, yeah. figures. Yeah. Come on, fam. No, not just figures. Figure. What are you doing? Figure, figure wire. Oh. Figure wire. Man, sometimes you should not have things named after you. You should not. Is that his last oh. name? Yeah. Figure. Yeah. Oh, fam, oh, you got to choose something else. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, okay, man. we got the people that you with their mouths open, and what else? Okay, and then um, more deep would be like I just hate when people don't really like they're not curious about stuff, like when they don't go out of their way to like know things about um, the world. Like when we have a conversation, I need you to like know what's going on. Close-minded. Close-minded and also like Uninformed. not. Yeah, close-minded and not like not really worried about. Oh, yeah, inquisitive, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like okay. you're not worried about finding stuff out. And don't care. Yeah, right. that's yeah. Like, You don't want to be better? Right, right. <laughs> and, and, and to me, it's like, you know, uh, um, I can't, like our conversation's over after that. Um, mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what age you are, like, you got to be more curious, you know? Mm -hmm. You're right. Leon, give it to me, man. What are your people pet peeves? Um, I have two that's that's happened to me very recent. Um, one is when people tell me thanks instead of thank you. Like, <laughs> that's some petty shit. Like, yeah, like in any form. Me and Leon on the same page. Yeah, we, I'm petty as hell too, bro. Um, I hate thanks. You yeah, don't thanks. If you can't say, if you can't add the extra word, don't don't. Just... I don't like thanks when people say it before I agree to do something for you. Like mm -hmm. if that's they're like, rude, uh, yeah. they're like, hand me my phone, thanks. thanks. And like, oh, you got me all the way. Man, right? that is that's that's rude, yeah. that is the corporate f you. It is. <laughs> Like when, when your boss sends you something at the end of it, just he goes, thanks. thanks. You're like, this motherfucker thanks me. Got me all the way. Yeah. He thanks yeah. to me. Yeah. He thanks me. Give it to me. What else, Leon? Uh, my other one is when people get in my car and touch shit. Like, don't touch anything. <laughs> don't, roll your, don't roll your window down. Don't adjust your seat. You lock, you, do you yeah. lock the windows and shit? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I do all of that shit. You got to ask me. Wow. Yeah. I used to drive Uber, so it's like. Oh, you want fresh air, huh? Oh, you want fresh air. full blast. Like, if. Like if, if I'm cold and you hot, if you sweating, I don't care. If I'm cold, I'm cold. Like leave that shit on. I'm don't like that about shit. my house. Like yeah. somebody who like just comes in, come, mm -hmm. hang on there. Like man, it's cold in here. I'm like, you should left your coat on. Oh, <laughs> we not gonna we not gonna be here long. You with your coat back? <laughs> we took out the closet. Here your coat. That's why that's why it's hung up right there. Go and throw it on. I got some gloves if you need them. <laughs> You're listening to Kicking It with Clayton on Marcus King's Comedy Radio Dash Comedy. We got Haley Alexis. We got Tone Bell. We got Leon Ross. We got Maddie Robinson. Cassie Dang behind the ones and twos. We got Young Was. Uh, Haley, give it to me. What are your people pet peeves? All right, so beginning of the year, remember I said that I had to lower these pet peeves? Yeah. All right, so I'm only going to give you five. Oh, only. <laughs> she, she, has a, she has a list on the her The setup. Phone. Oh, yeah. All right, so one is literally, littering. Mm. I oh, yeah. absolutely, it like boils me mm. to see people stop at a red light and yep. open up and put a whole freaking bag of McDonald's outside. Mm -hmm. oh, like, so you're, you're okay with like biodegradable? But yes, like, like apple cores. Apple. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah for right. sure. Okay. I agree with yeah. all this. But uh, all that other the stuff whole is bag. the worst. Man, mm -hmm. it depends on how fast I'm going. Keep and on then, going. Uh, <laughs> for one, like, I don't know why flicking a cigarette out the door. Like, mm. uh, maybe, maybe that is biodegradable. I don't know, but they, it's a common thing, and I see it all the time, and I'm like, ugh. Okay. And then, I um, think that's worse than, than the bags. You do? I do. I think flipping a cigarette butts are worse than bags. Interesting. Mm, okay. Huh. But, um, wildfires, y'all. Wildfires. A bag of chips ain't never shit on fire. Facts. That's a fact. Mm. Give me number three. Uh, acknowledging my question. Like, if I hit you with, like, a, hey, how's your day? 
blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like they don't they don't really fully read a text. Maybe that's it. They oh, well, people skip over shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Don't. How's your day going? Do you know the price of this and what time tonight? Right. 7.30. I mean, oh, you got me gone, bro. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> Just one answer to the question? Uh -huh. then, I'm um, like that. Really? What did you I am. But really? Also, but also, it's usually only like when Adrian texts me to do stuff, like I need bullet points. I can't read paragraphs. Okay. I will not read paragraphs. Okay. Unless it's a script or a book I need to read. Okay. I don't read. But like also... To add on to yours, yeah. if you don't punctuate in your text, oh yeah, I'm done. Oh, yeah, I need the true. punctuation. I, I feel you. No, you no, better no. use some. I mean, at I, least drop some commas. Yeah. Got to drop the commas. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the commas yeah, so I, I know when to breathe, fam. Man, come I on, agree. man. Um, too loud in public, it makes me nervous. Hmm. I'm in like the grocery line and I'm talking to my girl. And she's like, "Girl, yeah, then like yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a normal conversation, and <laughs> I'm literally right fucking here. Yeah, like." Two lanes over can hear us, and it's so. I'm like, and so I start talking. Mm, you know, I talk nah, quieter. Nah, she, she, oh, yeah. I'll be talking. I'm like, oh, okay, really? That's she, what happened. She did that last week at Swingers on, on Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't even eat. She just put her fork down. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers be like, I can't. I got I lost my appetite. That's <laughs> real anger when you can't finish your food, fam. Right. <laughs> that for me, it's when I am trying. You ever notion to whisper to somebody like yeah. you're trying to lean over and whisper in their yeah. ear, and they stay still. You're like, no, fam, I'm. I'm doing yeah, this because right. I need you to meet me over Halfway, here. Halfway, man. Yeah. Yeah. Halfway. Oh, don't yell. If I'm talking to you in a whisper, don't you dare raise mm -hmm. your voice. That happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> when you're in public and business, like, uh, you'll be like, hey, excuse me, uh, it's a reservation for... Oh, it's a reservation for... Like, look, woman, if I wanted to raise my goddamn voice, right. I would have done this you, you know what the uh, email equivalent to that is? Is <laughs> when you copy everybody, when you plot all oh. It's like, yo... Nigga, that was for me and you. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. You gonna throw the whole company the on that joint? Company, yeah. bro. I was talking to you from when you say, you know what? When you say that that's great, the congratulations. I can't stand when people say I'm proud of you if they don't truly know you. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I meet an extra on set tomorrow, right? Yeah. And then he gets bumped up to having a line. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, I'm proud of you. Like, that is the most asshole shit to say. Yeah. But if I've seen your journey, yeah. then you'd be like, hey, man, I'm proud of you. Like, that's cool. But don't, Why? don't tell me you're like, proud. Like, like, I'm not sure. Why? Why? He wasn't even happy I said I'm proud. No, because I don't. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I think I think you're looking for a different word. And proud is what you came up with. No. <laughs> Nah, man, don't be saying you proud. Proud of what? Proud of what? Exactly. Proud of what? I'm a fan. Tell me of, my journey. Exactly. If you don't know, if I can't tell you, if I, like, for example, you came in here and I'm like, Tone, man, you've been doing this, you've been doing that. As a friend, I can be proud of the fact that you've succeeded, but I can't say I'm proud of you like I'm your father. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've seen you come out, your mama boy, I'm proud of you. Like, no, you're happy for me. It could be because yeah. you understand the struggle. You want yes. me in the gym? You, you understand that Man. it took more than just, you know, mm -hmm. a miracle to get there. Like, you understand that it, it takes a, a lot. Yes, but this you is what, what I mean? mean. When people say that, and again, this is for people who aren't in your personal life. I'm mm -hmm. talking about, I'm not talking about the people who have been your friends right. forever, your family. I'm talking about the random person that has contributed nothing to your success, saying they're proud of you, is like saying, I'm proud of you. Like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, and also, you can't you can't tell me that you're proud of me unless you also checked on me when I was down. Exactly. Ooh, That's what I'm talking about. Okay. If you could say, mm. hey, right. if you only come around okay. when some dope happens, you say you proud. Mm. Where the fuck was you when I you when were? I was deciding if I was going to Jerry's Deli or getting groceries? <laughs> <laughs> That's real. Okay. All right. Anybody who's giving me a ride home, checked on me, 
uh, put some money in my pocket, been there while I was struggling. Like these are the people that can say something like. So you can correct. say I'm happy for you. I'm that's. Let me tell you something. Even with people that I have that are friends that are doing their thing, I say I'm happy for yeah. you because yeah. I can't say like I said I'm not your dad, I'm not your mom. I'm saying I'm happy for what you're achieving. Mm-hmm. And that be the thing. You know, it's mm-hmm. a great word for that. What? Congratulations! Just say congratulations. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> Just say congratulations. You got to worry about all this breaking down of proud, and that's great. Just yeah. give me fucking congratulations. That's a blanket statement. That's great. You got to know me from nothing. <laughs> you got to know what I've been through. Yep. Congratulations is just like, hey, man, whatever you did before this or you do after, right yeah. now in this moment, congratulations. congratulations. You know, I'm going to hit you with this. Uh, I'm going to say this. I'm going to get this question for you. So Justin Hires had booked Rush Hour, the TV show. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> so let's go back some years, man. And I, anybody who knows me, I try to be the most supportive person ever. Man, you are. And I can do that all day. Man, because it's like that's what's in my heart. I don't know. What, I think God might have put this in my mental speaking Rolodex to say to this man to help motivate this because I don't even talk to people like this. This is like 2008, 2009. Justin Hires is like, yeah, man, me, him, and Ranji are talking. He's like, yeah, man, I want to be like a comedy action star. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, that'll never happen. Like, I said that. Oh, wow. I said that out You're of my mouth. You're delusional. You're delusional. When I said wow. that shit, let me tell you something. I swear to God, I put my hand on my mouth. Like, what did I? I don't even talk like that. Like, why would I say this to him? I would never destroy somebody's dream. And Ron G was like, don't listen to him, man. It'll happen. It'll happen. You know, anybody who knows Ron, he talks very right. concise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't worry, man. It'll happen. And uh, I was like, dog, I don't even know why I said that. He was like, it's cool. It's cool. I'm going to show you. And I'm like, you are, bro. Like, I don't even know. I walked away in disbelief. Fast I forward some years. I read, in the, <laughs> I read in like 13. Deadline that uh, Justin Hires booked a role wow. in Rush Hour and he was going to be this comedy action star. <laughs> I text him and I said, brother, you might not remember. And I described everything that happened. And I said, I said this to you. And brother, I am very happy that you got your blessing. And he was like, oh, I don't remember that. I'm like, you fucking <laughs> you remember do. that you shit. You do. Everybody remembers when somebody tell them they ain't going to make <laughs> right, it. Right, so, Man, I got a black book of, of grudges. <laughs> a black book of grudges? I got a black book of grudges so long. Because cause, cause actually, even stuff like that from a friend mm-hmm. wouldn't deter me. It, it made mm. me work harder. Mm-hmm. Wow. From a stranger or somebody being like, yo, man, that ain't your lane. It's like, man, let me show you what lanes I create. Facts. Because mm. you know your destiny. And, 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 and can I stop real quick? I'm sorry. Yeah, man, of I'm course. Sorry. I keep, my bad. But like, that's how it is. And like, going back to Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, all those interviews that I think Oprah put one up and then yes. like, oh, 09, like back and I'm sitting there doing comedy and all the alchemy and, and everything mm-hmm. that, you know, Paul Coelho was talking and it makes you go, oh, shit. Like I listened to this interview where he goes, uh, how do you like, how do you pick your roles? Because this year I did have a chance for before fam. I got this is my first year and it was I mean, I cried when it happened. I was like, man, this is crazy. It's like it's like I don't nev- I never really show emotions around people. Yeah. But I got nine straight offers. Man. Oh, Nine amazing. straight offers, and I'm like, "What is happening? This is crazy." So I got to pick one, and hopefully it goes, mm-hmm. which it did. So very, but Will had a had a thing where somebody asked him like, "How do you pick your roles?" And he, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he was like, "I don't want the script to come across my desk. It always is like 38 black. Mm. I want 30. I want 38 man." Okay, send me the same shit you sent Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt and mm. all them dudes. He goes, and then if he happens, like, why can't he be black? Mm-hmm. And my character on Fam wasn't written for a black dude. Mm. It was it's, it's based on the creator's life, mm. and her husband's white. And I was like, "Who are we willing to go here for this?" Yeah. And I was like, "Cool, I want to do that one." 
So the so mm. she's black. She's white. She's white, and her husband is white. So wow, it's based on her life. This is amazing. Yeah, I'd love cool. to show you even more that. now. And it was like it was straight up like I want to do something that wasn't written for me. Mm-hmm. Can we make something work? And and like you and that's what I was talking about. What you said earlier, like yeah. we don't discuss the racial. Yeah. Mm. That's what that I love about there. it, wow. and that's and that's the thing. It was like I want to do something that wasn't written for me. It's like I get so tired. And I of, see the dude, like I see the dude who I'm playing uh-huh. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we could not be further from each other, but we get along. We get along great, man. We joke about so much shit. He's yeah. like, man, I, I was thinking about this, and she put it in the script, and we talk about it. I do my version of it, mm-hmm. but the character was molded wow. to be her husband, who's a white dude. The wow. perfect thing is, first of all, I love when there's just the story. It's not the jokes of, well, you know, black people, man, you know, we're going to mess around and do that. Like, I, there's places for that, and it's like, it fits sometimes, but I just don't want to continue to see that. And when I look, first of all, Tone Bell, the the comedian Tone Bell, his material isn't a black comedian. He's a comedian that happens to be black. Tone Bell is an actor. You are, uh, what do they call it when you could play everybody? Uh, oh, racially ambiguous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are... Tone Bell, the actor, is racially ambiguous, mm-hmm. but Tone Bell, the man, is a strong, proud black man. Yes. You Very see the true. difference? Yes. yes. So it's like when you see the roles that you choose, when you see the way you deliver things, you're a universal guy. Yeah. You don't Amazing. make anybody be separate. You are but literally. But that's, that's the difference. And people always ask me, like, what, man, I'm like, I'm in this whole PR thing now where I'm like hiring a new publicist. And mm. people go, like, look, man, I want the narrative to, to be what I want it to be. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, I've always been very chill about. Anything I'm doing. Yeah. Movie, TV, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. we'll see when we see it. But it's to me, it's very like, I'm not light, I'm salt. Mm-hmm. Some people have to shine and show everything they do. And it's yeah. like me, I'd rather stick kind of mm-hmm. in the shadows and like change from within. Like, you can take some chili. You keep putting salt in that bitch, it's going to change the taste. Mm-hmm. That's I'd, a ra- fact. I'd rather go that direction yeah. than be like, guess what? Yeah, I'm chili. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be around a lot longer too probably, that way. That's, I'm about longevity, bro. I don't yeah. want to be the hottest motherfucker right then. You'd be like, oh, man, Clayton Thomas is on fire. Flashing I want to continue working, making that bread. And we only and got stories saying, like this because the journey is long. Like, if, yeah. if, you, yeah. if you get up too quick, oh, you can't you're appreciate gone. it. You're, remember the first dude who did the YouTube video? He did a YouTube video where uh, it was like a rap battle. He said something. Everybody's like, oh. Yep. He was one of the first guys to go viral. He's nowhere now. And that's not a knock mm. on him. That's to say you got to have the longevity because he had shots. I think Chris Rock had offered him a project to do, and he wasn't in the business-minded space right. yeah, to handle say, that. Because mm. during that time frame, mm-hmm. that's where you build your team. Yep. You build your circle. You build the knowledge to handle everything yeah. that's going to come your way with this business. Yeah. You have to. It's so, And I want to say this to any uh, actors out here. As a matter of fact, I want uh, Tone, I want your take on what advice would you give to people coming in the business from an acting standpoint mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Think about that as I say this. Okay. As women in this business, if there are any women that are listening, the time is now. Yeah. You absolutely. guys are so powerful. You've always been so powerful, but right now you have everybody's attention. Take this time to develop the projects that you have wanted to see you play your whole life. Thanks. Take this time to get together a team of your fellow women or the fellow men or whoever you want to work with and tell those stories. Nobody can Thanks. silence your voice. Thanks. Do it. Now go ahead, Tom Bell. Man, uh, it's... Uh, I get this, especially for my college, man, you know, from my department, like my mm-hmm. professors and stuff will go like, you know, reach out to him. He'll hit you back. And I will like, you know, if, if and that's really anybody I get more from my college. But I most, you know, people across the country hit you up and go like, I kind of get some advice. And I'm like, man, one of the best pieces of advice is, is learn the game, watch the game. I mean, I treat it like 
like I work in politics. Yeah. I wake up every morning and I read Deadline, Hollywood Reporter, and mm-hmm. I look at the ratings and I look at who's who's the CEO of what now and when mm-hmm. shit's closing down, who's merging, what like because if you don't know, mm-hmm. like you can't want to be an actor if you don't watch TV. Right. That is a mm-hmm. fact. Do you know how many people I've seen? Go like I want to do this, and it's like you don't even watch the type of stuff that you say you want to do. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a sitcom junkie. Facts. Ju- even if I don't love the show, mm-hmm. man, I've seen everything from Step by Step to Dinosaurs to uh, <laughs> Seinfeld, nice. Fresh Prince, Martin. Come on, man. Uh, two two. I watched in Marathon two two seven last weekend. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's like I study sitcoms. How to deliver a joke? When to part? Like yep. if you say you want to do it, no, you don't. Right. And also, kind of don't take advice. Mm. And mm-hmm. I'm saying that more from a comedy perspective. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, people ask me, and I'm like, man, I don't, I wouldn't know, I literally would not know how to break in as an actor. Yeah. Because comedy was my vehicle. Comedy mm-hmm. vehicle, yeah. So stand was my vehicle. So it, it'd be difficult for me to try to give advice on, how, like, if I were moving here as an actor, I wouldn't, I literally wouldn't know where to start. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, the the programs, the diversity programs that we yeah, both yeah. meant, uh, I mean, were unbelievable help, of course. So, like, I know my career is sparked from that. But, I mean, people told me, like, look, man, you deliver too slow. You don't say nigga on stage. You don't mm-hmm. do this kind of material. You don't do that. Uh, you should speed up and write more jokes. Stop telling stories. And had I listened to that, I probably wouldn't be. Wow. You wouldn't be who but you also, are. But also, everybody wow. in my scene was doing a version of the dude who was big in my scene. Yep. Mm. And it was like, well, you can get another version of him. Yep. Or you can try something new. And now, to me, was me. Right. So, like, yeah, I'm going to get two jokes out in 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. He might get 20 out. But now you got two different styles. Two completely yeah. different styles. So, like, did it take me a little longer? Maybe, mm-hmm. but then by the time I got here, I could fucking hold a conversation, and I, I know the. I mean, like I study every morning. I mean, I talk about this shit like I'm an executive. Yeah, and I hang out with a lot of them. I'm, then that's from my corporate background. So like, don't take take the training too. Yeah. Yeah. Take the training, yeah. take the skill. I talk to them different than other people because mm-hmm. they they come at us with money. Yes. Mm. Yes. You can do this. We can probably get this right. It's like, yo, I'm thinking about my future. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I was gonna take less f- to do the show for more freedom. Yes. For fam. Wow. For my contract. You can't do this, but we'll give you this amount. I'm like, we'll take some of that away <laughs> and give me more freedom so I can do other stuff. We don't Ooh, want you to be able to do this. Can't beat nah, that. man, cut that bitch in half. Yeah. I'll take less money. I want the freedom. I want yeah. more visibility. And so it ain't about the money. I guess it ain't about the money is, I guess, the, the foundation. Your of impact. That is an amazing message. First of all, you're listening to Kick with Clayton on uh, Marcus King's Comedy Radio Dash Comedy. We got Tone Bell. We got Haley Alexis. We got Maddie Roberts. We got Leon Ross. Cassie Dang on the ones and twos behind the camera. We got Young Waz. You're kicking it with Clayton. Now, <laughs> so it's a mouthful, but you know. I, t- I told you this like five years ago before you had a radio show, but I was like, Clayton, if you don't start talking on the mic. <laughs> Daily, <laughs> I was like, "You got the perfect voice, right?" I tell every time I like, man, I just want to listen to you talk. Sometimes, sometimes I listen to you on stage, and I'm like, like the bits don't even matter to me sometimes, yeah. especially if I heard them before. And I'm just like, "Ain't this motherfucker's voice amazing?" That's hilarious. <laughs> no, it's like you have always given me like those. There are certain things that I didn't even know to ask. Like when it came to me finding my manager or finding my agent, I was like, "Hey, Tone, how do you like you know how do you get your agents?" To, to like listen to you. He was like, hey man, you gotta remember they work for you. He's like, this is a team. I have meetings monthly or weekly with my team. I say, look, what are the goals, guys? This is what I wanna get accomplished. What are you doing? What are you doing? Because if you're not doing something to contribute, you right. don't need to be on the team. Yep. And I was like, wow. what? Like, it was so foreign man, I'm to so, me. so, and, and like, you don't know you have the power to do it, but yeah. once, you, once you make them a dollar, yes. You work for them until the moment you make them a dollar, mm-hmm. and that moment they work for you. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, I, I do every six months, like, I do a meeting, everybody, whoever don't show up, gone. Wow. 
That's crazy. So make sure we pick a day where you can be there. Because mm -hmm. if not, you better. I, I do 10 a.m. calls, but on Monday morning mm -hmm. before 10 a.m., you better check. It can be a text, email. How was your weekend? Yes. You can represent the whole company, or y'all can do it individually. But y'all gonna make sure y'all care about me because I'm not gonna That's be out here pushing a goddamn shopping cart, man. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Give me, advice. let me get the the man of Tone Bell. Give me your worst date ever. What was my, the worst, worst date, date you have been? My worst date. My yep. worst date. Um, I think this is just, uh, this might not be a bad date, but this is definitely something. And there's a chick I'm cool with who mm -hmm. I went to college with, like a couple years we reconnected. And then um, we went out for the first time and she ordered ribs. Really? And I just thought that was a weird first date food. That that's a great point. <laughs> I mean, luckily I knew her. <laughs> luckily I knew her, but it wasn't. It was like some weird. It was like weird. It was but like why? weird. It's like <laughs> it's like that's like yeah, but that's like I'm not, I, but it's been years. Yeah. And like she she fishing too. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> I'm trying to impress you, impress me. I didn't want this grilled chicken breast and broccoli. Oh, I wanted yeah. ribs too, but I'm gonna show you I can use a knife and fork. <laughs> And, I, and I, I'm sensible when I, I, I cut and I place and, I, and I'm like, I, I can use a napkin. I know how to. Yeah. Maybe she thought it'd be. And she and this bitch is licking the fingers, uh, tasting maybe, it, enjoying it. Maybe she it. thought that would be cute though. Like, watch uh, me eat these ribs all sexy. Like, <laughs> and it just didn't work. <laughs> I just, and, I, and just name names now. Names. Names? I'm too old to go out with some names. You Give me it. a name. <laughs> Give me a name you're too old to go out with right now. Maddie, oh, are you too old? Are you too man, old for Maddie? She gonna be mad because she probably gonna hear this shit. Go ahead. Uh, I'm too old to go out with a sakina. <laughs> a sakina? That's yeah, like that's twenty year old shit. We have to get in our twenties. I'm too old to go out with a sakina. Mm, okay. <laughs> like, do not get me wrong. That is not a beautiful name. It is not attractive it's, at all. It's not. I'm like, I can't. I can't be it. You gotta. You gotta. When you get up a certain age, you gotta shorten that to that nickname you yes. gonna go with. Yeah. You know, yes. just so and fool me. Wait till I mm -hmm. see your ID. Like, give me your ID. Like, we going, we got, we got to show ID to the airport or something. And then <laughs> I'm like, Sakina? You been Sakina this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody called me Roberta, so I just didn't really want to. <laughs> Ladies, if we go quick, take a quick break. My man Wise got to feed this meeting. We'll be right back with more Kicking It With.
say this on air. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with more Kicking It with Clayton. I'm your host, Clayton Thomas. You're kicking it with? Clayton. Clayton. Kicking it with? Clayton. I got my girl, Haley Alexis. I got Maddie Robinson. I got Leon Ross, Cassie Dang. Behind the ones and twos on the camera, we got Young Waz. My very special guest of the day, Mr. Tone Bell. We're talking about his amazing sitcom fan, which I am super invested in. Now, we're talking about bloopers. Now, the thing that you do is you get... Your power will always be in your caller. Hold on, let me finish this sentence, and I'm bringing you in. Uh, appreciate your patience. Your power has always been and will always be your fan base. So yeah. everybody that meets you on the road, they see your shows, they're going to see the special, they've seen your films, they see everything that you've done, they're going to follow you everywhere. Yeah. So you can get more exposure to the show from your social media, no matter what your numbers are. If you got a 1,000 followers on one social media and you got 300,000, whatever, there that's where you release it because yeah. now this is where there are no rules this is what you show them because you want them to see it 100 mm. yeah caller who you talking to you got kicking it with clayton what's your name tangerine hey tangerine just called in what's going what on up, now? Tang? hey 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 Tom Bill. hey clayton thomas hey everybody hey <laughs> Leon. i just want to say i agree with tone uh closing it. your voice is perfect for radio i'm a huge fan of the show I love it every week. Tone Bell, you, as, tr as attractive as you are, you are also just as nice and genuine as a person. I think that's why you book show after show after Facts. show because you're a Thank good you, dude Tange. who's also talented and easy on the eyes. So I just called to give y'all y'all props. Hey, I appreciate that. Appreciate that, Tange. We got to catch up. I ain't seen you in a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, man. Invite us to another bar or something to celebrate another one of your shows. Man, why does everybody know I just be hanging out at bars? You're right. I, I will. <laughs> you be at these goddamn bars. I'll be at these bars, man. I'll be doing bartenders move uh, restaurants. <laughs> man, you used to be over there, didn't you? <laughs> thanks so much for calling, right, Tangerine. For the, thanks for the gems you dropped in. I'm learning a lot about Hollywood, and I'll continue to listen. Bye, y'all. This brother Later. is amazing. So, man, it's like um, the beautiful thing is like she's right. Like, man. There's talent will only take you so far. You have to be somebody that people want to be around. First yeah. of all, everybody that you see up here are people that I want to be around. Yeah. Like these are cats that I'm like, you know what? I like the energy. Why don't y'all come back on a Friday? As yeah. opposed to yeah. you find somebody that's pulling like, teeth with somebody. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Um, I got to get straight to this. Falling stars. Give me a celebrity that you met that was extremely cool that you were like, oh my god. Man, I got to go with Kathy Bates. Really? Yeah, Kathy has been. Uh, so of course we met on the set of Disjointed. Yeah. Um, short lived as well, but she you got that was, season two though. First, second batch of first ah, season. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, we'll do 10 more episodes. We're going to call the season one, so you won't get paid anymore. But uh, yeah. Um, and because I had heard a rumor that she wasn't going to be that cool. Like, mm. and, and then you go, oh, she's been in the game for a long time. And she's Misery. probably, yeah, you're probably over it. Yep. I mean, love performing, but don't like the people, especially mm. like working with all these young kids. So I was kind of like standoffish at first because another actress who I did a pilot with told me that it wasn't a good experience. So I kind of mm. went into that. And then within like two weeks, I'm like, man, this motherfucker's cool as shit. Yeah. I mean, and we still, we just text randomly. Mm -hmm. uh, she's like, what are you doing, bro? You want to come over and have a tequila with me? We'll That's just go dope. drink and, I mean, just me and her at the house and just kick it. So like she, I would say bar none, probably the coolest, like mm -hmm. 70 year old that you'll ever kick it wow. with. 70. Yeah, she's wow. dope, man. She's so dope. She's good people. Give me a celebrity that you met that was an asshole. Uh, <laughs> in a funny way, uh, probably, probably... Anthony Mackie. Really? <laughs> but the I'm saying because me and Anthony are cool. <laughs> yeah. But I've seen him be a dick to people. No way. But it's not, it's not, 
but I didn't get it at the time because mm-hmm. I because I witnessed this from Ricky Smiley back before I started doing comedy uh-huh, for real. Uh-huh. And it's the whole like you're hanging out with your friends and people want to take a photo. Yeah. Mm. And at a certain point, like, and I I mean. I'm still I still love when people want to take pictures yeah. with me. Yeah. So I say yes. To, I mean, unless I'm just looking ridiculous, <laughs> I say yes every time. But being a Marvel superhero, doing the stuff that he's done, yeah. I've been, you know, we've been at a casino or a bar or something, and, and somebody's like, hey, can I get it? He's like, no, nah, I'm not doing that right now. Oh. <laughs> it's like, but it's also how many times he, has he said no today? Right. You know, so like, so knowing him and going like, that's the reason. Mm-hmm. But when you first see it, when I saw Ricky, I was like, man, this dude's being really rude to his fans. But yeah. People need their time too. They need yeah. their time. I'll give you the uh, the opposite. Ricky Smiley, because I heard those things. I was like, oh man, I hope he don't ruin my image of him. And when I met Ricky, as soon as I met him, big hug. I'm talking about he was super welcoming, the nicest guy in the world. And I'm like, man, I'm so honored. Anthony Mackie, first of all, just like you, I'm like, anybody who wants to take a picture, I'm super happy. Yeah. However, I feel like the times that I've been like, hey, let's wait for this. The fan, if they're cool, then they cool, and I still do it. But right. I'm just like, nah, I ain't doing it right now. Anyway, so like I was saying, <laughs> like, let me finish the sentence, and then we're gonna get to you. Um, I want to go around the room. What you got coming up, Haley Alexis? Give it to me. How do oh, we find you? Well, um, I've I've been able to write more. Lately, oh, congratulations! And it feels great. Like mm. I, I, you know, I've been holding myself back. You know, because I'm writing more um about self stories. Mm-hmm. You know, I like true stories, and that's where I get all my energy from. But um, doing that. Commercials, writing more skits, mm-hmm. and um, short film. I love it. How do we find you at Haley Alexis? Find me on IG, Haley Alexis, H-A-I-L-E-A-L-E-X-I-S. Nice. Leon Ross, how do we find you? What's coming up you want to mention? Um, I have two um, two film festivals I'm doing, uh, two separate projects that I'm in. Uh, one nice. tomorrow at the at the Hollywood, right down the street. Uh, the name of the motherfucker already. Uh, shit. That makes me want to come. Uh, yeah. Everybody's going to show up. Right there, uh, the Hollywood, uh, right down Chinese the street. Chinese Theater. Chinese Theater, Theater. right there. Oh, on, on this side, on that side, yeah, on that yeah. side. I got one there called Lethals that I'm a part of, and then another one with uh, Omar Gooden and uh, a whole lot of other people um, that I'm, I'm also part of called Perfectly Single. Nice. Um, that's on the 13th, so Dope. that's what I'm going Cool, and we find you? Uh, Mr. 100, MR100, underscore Leon Ross. Solid. Maddie, what's coming up? How do we find you? Okay, so you can find me on my Instagram, uh, Maddie Robinson, M-A-D-D-I-E-R-O-B-Y-N-S-O-N. Um, I just, I'll be putting out like fitness videos on there so you can get it tight with me on there or you can contact me for training uh, directly with email. But I also do, you know, like, don't you know? Like, <laughs> um, some music videos coming out in February and stuff that I'm excited about, unless they cut me out. So I'm not going to tell you which one it is because I've been nervous because I've been like telling people I'm all excited about it. It's going to be like everything except me, but you know. But cool. Yeah. Uh, follow <laughs> Maddie Robinson. Tone Bell, what's coming up other than fam that you need to watch uh, every week? Fam Thursdays. Uh, fam, every Thursday, 930 on CBS. Uh, my special, Can't Cancel This, which is That's my, a fact. my <laughs> inside joke on my career. That's <laughs> Yeah, it's one thing I've done that nobody can cancel. So uh, yes. can't cancel it. I mentioned it in the special uh, coming out on Showtime, February 22nd. I think that's at 10 p.m. And uh, I this is not happening with Comedy Central, mm-hmm. New Negroes with Comedy Central, Hollywood Game Night, um, uh, Gary Sanchez's new Amazon show. I think it's like Global. Oh, man, I'm going to mess up the title. But it's coming on Amazon very soon. And then um, uh, Little is coming out. Will Packer joined Little with Regina Hall and Issa Rae. Can't wait. And Marseille is so good. Marseille from Blackish. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's a lead. Yeah. Man, this she's, nice. she's gonna break her out. Man, this is gonna she break is her so out. funny, man. Yeah. Uh, so I got that April 12th. Nice. And, and then going Very back good. on tour. And you can find him at Tone Bell. At Tone Bell. Tonebell.com. Your girlfriend's Tone, favorite T-O-N-E. comedian. 
Yes, T O N. Wait, what'd you say earlier? You said something like, uh, uh, what did I say? Your girlfriend's favorite comic now to Mr. Ben. I don't remember what it is. Wow. Oh, man, I forgot too. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Kicking It with Clayton. You can always find me at IamClaytonThomas.com. Follow me everywhere. Get your merchandise. Thank you for everybody who listens to the podcast, listens at Dash. Uh, I want to say when I look to the left, I see nothing but talented, incredible people. When I look to the right, I see nothing but green, which means growth, which we are always doing. Ladies Mm -hmm. and gentlemen, you are always kicking it with Clayton. Clayton. Clayton.